We chose to nut on the moon. We choose to nut on the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because our are hard. My car got stolen this week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I posted yeah. about this. That's pretty funny. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's pretty funny. Did you get yeah, it back? Right. <laughs> I did, actually, yeah. It's, it's, so it was a, it's a Kia Soul, so it's been a big thing, especially... You can literally, and I thought it was some high tech hack. You hear, you would hear about this all the time. That like, oh, they're stealing it with USB keys. No, it is literally they tear your steering column off and pull out the ignition switch, and the ignition switch will like it. It's just the right shape where a flash drive, like a USB key, will physically turn the ignition switch. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No, this is this was news to me. I did not know any of this. I didn't know it was that simple. It's, I that's knew. so cool. Yeah. That's so cool that that's just you got like one of the most popular one of the most popular cars in America. I see. I thought it, I thought it was something like super cool and like they had to turn on your stereo and. I do thought they just fucking knocked the window in and like did the thing with the cables that they do on TV. Yeah, well, it's sort of like that. Yeah, no, they, so they it, do. They like jacked into the Matrix. No, no, they <laughs> physically tore off the 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 shield of where the the steering wheel is plugged the thing in and turned it physically. I'm just imagining so like a guy with huge muscles ripping that off. <laughs> like yeah. Chucking it asunder. The cyberpunk 2077 guy just like, you know. Oh, the big muscle dude? Yeah, yeah. like from Edge Runners. You know the guy I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If Adam He's like, we don't, just we don't like you, dorks. And they always have some weird fucking term so they have to make up for each show. <laughs> we don't like you. We don't like you on our turf, soul boy. Yeah, exactly. Soul yeah, soul boy. boy. Your soul got stolen. <laughs> you realize you could have sold uh, yeah. everyone that. No one. It knows. is the most. It is the most cyberpunk phrase to say. My, my soul, soul got stolen by a USB stick. So. <laughs> my soul got stolen was, by, uh, in Illinois. I was really tempted because I didn't know how much of a sore point it was for you. But I was really tempted to go on Twitter and just post photos of a Kia sold in the same, <laughs> a, a same just generation. Stole, just stole and, this car. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, my great aunt just died, and we need to get rid of this car. Uh, yeah. No low balls. We know what we got. <laughs> oh, I would have fucking killed you. Yeah, I know uh, yeah you know where I live and yeah, shit. That would have been a yeah, bad idea. Been, yeah, but he couldn't have driven to you, so you'd have been fine. <laughs> so then, I would have had to walk, and yeah. <laughs> you would have cooled off by that point. <laughs> you would have gotten tired. I, I would get to the door. I'd have my arms up to choke you and just go, ah, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> Call me an Uber. <laughs> Can you give me a lift home? <laughs> you got a beer? I need to have a sit down. All right. Uh, oh speaking of beers and having a sit down, welcome to the show. It's 48 minutes of dogs barking. My name is Jason. Alongside for the ride, of course, my ride or die bitch, my Kia stealing son of a motherfucker. That's Brian Sutter <laughs> That's over right. there. I got the USB key to your heart. 
<laughs> in the passenger seat today, a wonderful guest, a repeat offender here on the show. It's, of course, my man, Ed Zitron. Ed, how the heck are you? I'm doing good. I have a day off lifting, so I'm extra spicy. Hell yeah. Can't get rid of the extra energy. I, need, I work out all the time to burn off. So I got a question for you, Ed. Now, we, we haven't done this in a while, but... Uh, What's up? We do we do a can check on the show. We ask our listeners uh, uh-huh. and our and our uh-huh. guests what what are you sipping on? Uh, Diet Coke as usual. Diet Coke. All right. Well, we've got the wonderful seasonal Bush Light Apple. Well, I popped myself a Camino Pineapple Habanero about an hour ago. So a little bit smooth. Yeah. And I've got Hal, my my cat here. So if you hear any uh, loud crying, it's not me. <laughs> not this time. Yeah. Not this time. Usually, those little noises. Me, Justin but. Roiland, is that you? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, jeez. We're, just, we're really just, just milking that one. For it's, the for the half hour we were sitting here, we're just like sitting there like, what I are we going to do? I got canceled, Rick. <laughs> yeah. I'm canceled, Rick. I or, called a woman a slur that I didn't canceled. even make sense. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! Uh, Some, I, I said, I, "I said, what that pussy do?" And it turns out she was sixteen, Rick. <laughs> I'm going to whatever what it is. <laughs> at I'm that going, point, you're, at that point, you're turning into Donald McClanahan's uh, child clown outlet from Tim and Eric. <laughs> Oh it's hell yeah! Just, I touch the clown. I'm going to jail. <laughs> like yes, that's, that's really that's really that's, where. I hope he goes to jail. Yeah, at a certain point, you're. Just I like, hope they you know turn what, his just... ass into a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Well, Ed, you know, Ed, let's just take it one step further and say, I hope they push him into the running turbine of a 747. Allegedly yeah. in Minecraft. In Minecraft. Yeah. In Minecraft. Okay. <laughs> in my mind, I'm rotating. In my mind, I'm rotating. I'm rotating pickle Rick in my mind. What a week that we've all had uh, on on the internet, there, Ed. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know how much you've caught up with this, so I'm going to do a little bit of a rundown, kind of like we did last time, just like stuff that's happening okay, okay. Uh, that, that, that caught my attention here. Ed, are you familiar with the, the train company Amtrak, I'm guessing? I'm familiar with them. There. Well, uh, did you know that Amtrak has now decided, uh, and, and this is a quote from them, we are taking fan art into our own hands, and they have now created and shared their own thirsty fan art. Yes, I saw that. On the official page. <laughs> I'm staring at it. I had absolutely no reaction to it. I have no idea what anyone... I feel like people are so easily impressed on the internet these days. Oh, you did some fucking himbo fan art? Cool. I don't think it's that. I just think the fact that it's just like, there's a very particular type of guy, and this is what Brian was saying. He's mm-hmm. like, I want that guy to make my car note. You know, I want him to... This is the guy, I want him to buy me a Nissan Altima so I can <laughs> I can make my life work. It's just... It's are just... you seeing hope in this... I, a little bit, I'm I guessing. Want, he, I feel safe. I want to ride a train. Yeah, uh, he's the he's the guy who makes you want to take a ceramics class. I had no <laughs> reaction. Yeah. I I'm right. the perfect man. I just see things like this, and I'm fully self actualized, and I feel nothing. You know, that's that's probably for the best. Got to be honest. It's uh, of all the reactions to have, nothing is probably the way to go. Gotta oh, I'm sure. Considering it's an African-American man, I believe, I'm sure there are plenty That's of fair. other reactions that the internet had that were very <laughs> bad. St. Louis is a pretty decently sized Amtrak station. Oh, yeah. And, uh, or hub, I should say. And I worked for a place that used to outfit uh, Metro, which is our local public public transit conglomerate, I guess, like Metrolink yeah. buses and all that. All the buses and all the trains are about yeah, the same people. And, yeah, and uh, 
I would say most of the folks that work in those those parts of the public sphere here in St. Louis are not white. They're also not himbos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like some of them are pretty good looking, but those are the guys that get up in the management real quick. Yeah, they don't stick around. They're not they're not on the train like they this can, guy. If, listen, if you can line up your jawline, Metro's <laughs> got big things for you. You you've got you're on you're on the track already. You don't even have <laughs> I to. feel like if you're objectifying people in a train company though, you are very dangerously close to something. That would be like my number one problem joke that would get <laughs> yeah. me. I'd be like, right. yeah, it's like running a train. Fuck. And I just like, they're already firing me. As, as the words come up, it wouldn't even be anything like with like the opposite sex. I would just say it in like a board meeting. Right. And they'd yeah, be like, just, yeah, fucking hell. I knew this would happen, man. This guy's. I thought you said he was cool. Yeah, security just appears behind you. They don't even need to be called. Yes, this, we knew this would happen. And they have your stuff already boxed up. <laughs> like, they do. They knew that you. you, you <laughs> this this that. guy's being fired for this reason. The contract's done. Either that or they have the precogs in the basement, like Minority Report. <laughs> the precogs. The, the HR precogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that's what they want, though. You know that oh, that's God, what yeah. companies want. They want precogs for like effort this guy's gonna be lazy tomorrow they're already at your fucking desk being like ah, I'm, ah. fucking micromanage <laughs> that <"I'm." laughs> oh a pet king. peeve anyway what are we talking about sorry it's your dime uh so let's see here <laughs> It's such an old phrase. It's your dime. What the fuck? Is it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's from when payphones cost a dime, so it's got to be at least, you know, 40, 50 years old. Uh, Buzz Aldrin was on Twitter the other day. Buzz Aldrin, of course, wonderful guy, was on the moon. He was dead. Nice. Allegedly. Allegedly. Wait, which is the allegedly dead or on the moon? (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and Google Buzz Aldrin dead. I did not know he was still alive. Neil Neil Armstrong was the one that passed away. Uh, Uh, Buzz is still alive. He did, however, become an alcoholic and have no sense of calling after the moon landing, according to the Daily Mirror. Yeah, uh, that that very sad. I mean, I mean, it's pretty much like you've kind of peaked. The, everything of human history this up to that fucking, point. No, like I disagree land. with that. How many anime have come out since then? <laughs> <laughs> I would agree on that front. Neon Genesis Evangelion is... I was say, even Perfect if Blue. you're a simple man. I've been watching One Punch Man. Fucking pleasure. Oh, oh what a classic. One, yes, Punch, one Man. Punch Man's very good. We'll, we'll get deeper into that. Let's uh, show Buzz Aldrin show, yeah. One Punch Man. See if we can turn this around. <laughs> exactly. What has Buzz Aldrin done that Junji Ito hasn't? That's fair. That's fair. All right, so Buzz's tweet here is, it's stunning how fast technology has advanced. That's appropriate, given our conversation. 12 years ago, astronaut T.J. Creamer became the first person to tweet from space. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was <Yep>. nuts <laughs> about, about tweeting. Oh, he was fit to bust, ready, yes. to, t- ready to tweet. Real um, knob so psycho. Yes. Well, knob, knob Psycho 100, is that what you're getting? <laughs> yes, that's exactly where it's going. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm just like imagining some mom like dragging a cigarette in the in the garage talking to like her husband be like, the boy's turned into a little knob psycho. He's a real knob psycho his one. Bed. They were as yeah. thick as cardboard. You gotta do something to this little son of a bitch and all of a sudden that little pecker face to the fucking marine camp. Yeah. Uh, I wish uh, it was only a hundred times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
This show's off the rails. I love it. Okay. So, uh, Buzz Aldrin was, said something. It was, no, it was it was uh, it was a t- this guy T.J. Creamer. He was the first. <laughs> I can't even get through. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> T.J. Creamer uh, was the first guy to tweet from the moon. Yes. And I think that was it. That was all. That's it. it was. Uh, I, I look forward to reading posts from the moon and Mars. Was Buzz Aldrin's uh, tweet there? Um, I agree. I just could not get a uh, yeah, but I just could not go get over the fact that this guy, T.J. Creamer, <laughs> wow, uh, apparently had a, a, a Twitter account Astro underscore T.J. and had uh, tweeted from the International Space Station, the first live tweet from space, and that was January twenty second, twenty ten. This I never knew until Buzz Aldrin reminded us of it, and then of course I was distracted immediately. By the name T.J. Creamer. <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't he also like get married? He's like ninety three, and yeah. so people like were kind of like, "Wow, his wife's like problematically young." Was she like fifty? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Age gap stuff is weird to begin with, but no, yeah. like uh, uh, with a I'm, name like that, with a name like T.J. Creamer, you just you know he you know he was uh, get this get this you know he had the right stuff. Yes. What if the he didn't, stuff. though? <laughs> Timothy Creamer. <laughs> Timothy T.J. Oh, Creamer. Timmy Creamer. That's not a great one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Timmy or T.J.? There's no There's no winning. He clogged up the space toilet with his fat loads. <laughs> I would love just to get in trouble for a post I made on the moon. Busting wads. Because, <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? Come get you? Yeah. <laughs> Come fight me, bitch! I'm on the moon, and then you see a rocket coming towards you. You're like, oh fuck! They're playing. Fuck. They're playing instead of Limp Biscuits, Limp uh, Astronaut Ice Cream. Yeah. See. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Gosh, it tastes Ooh. better now. Oh, Jesus wept. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> tossing his just tossing <laughs> nut into space, <laughs> watching it freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, <clears throat> by the way, if uh, if any of you have uh, jacked off on the moon, yeah. <laughs> What's that is. number, Jason? Three one four two four six nine seven six six. Give us a call. Uh, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. If, you. if you've nutted into the moon and rubbed your nut into the in the moon dust, so if no you've one would rubbed see off it. your nasty little pud on the moon, <laughs> if you've spunked your goo. At the Earth from space, please. If you've whipped hot nut while looking at the the, the blue marble oh, no. on the moon, <laughs> if you were erasing Buzz Aldrin's footsteps because you're too busy breathing heavily because you were about the climax. If your friends call you Bust Aldrin because you jack off so much, give us a call. <sighs> oh, you guys are does, kill does, right, here's a question I would have to ask that person. Does nut still smell like that up there? Does it, well, would you be able to smell it? Because you'd have a space helmet on. Actually, how would you get the cum out? There's like a little Let's Buzz Aldrin on. <laughs> see what he thinks. Let me, let me see him, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> you're, you're, hey, hey Buzz. Buzz Aldrin, you're make some knuckle children on the moon? <laughs> He's just like, I what? Eh? <laughs> just a melted brain from like being old and drinking all the time. So, ah. He was the first. He was the first guy to do a cum tribute on the moon. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no was it no loads? It was a f- photo of Jane Mansfield. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's all right. Oh, I'm gonna say Hey Lamar, but I'll take. You know that. what? Yeah, we'll He's go. He's like way. a Hey Lamar kind of guy. Yeah, that's true. He's an older gentleman. All right. Oh baby, that's the 48 minutes of dogs barking riff of the week. 
so from busting ropes on the moon, busting ropes about M and M's. Actually, uh, uh, fuck the M and M's thing. I don't want to hear any more <laughs> about the M and M's okay. thing. I, all my homies hate the M and M's thing. No, well, I, if you want to talk about it, we'll talk about it. But you heard about the the hack of the TSA's no fly list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So the long and short of it is that the hacker is a uh, very how shall we very say online? a very online uwu. They're like a trans furry, aren't they? But it's like yes. a specific kind of furry. Maya Arson Crime W. Crime U, I guess. Uh, I, and I am gay mostly for girls, and I am a tiny kitten. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, they've already made the rounds on some podcast doing interviews. Have they? I'm going to be honest. That... I fucking love this whole thing, and I think anyone who is... I see occasionally people are like getting to the level of like condescending or attacking this person. I'll be fucking honest. No. This person seems more complete than yeah. anyone else on that they're they, like this is who i am this is what i like and i respect right. that yeah. and also they're doing I, weird shit hell yeah go fucking yeah, I, like I, put I, your the tsa no fly list on like a fucking like website that looks like fyad oh it's great <laughs> yeah. no i love it the the fucking pink background yeah, oh, so I, I kept wanting the refresh to see what the flag would be at the right. top <laughs> oh cool it's <laughs> another it's another doc evil donald rumsfeld yeah i'll, I'll be completely honest be i was never on fired I could never yeah. hang. I'd go in there, and it looked like it just looked like a series of third rails. Like anything yeah. I touched, <laughs> if I said just, anything, and I try right. and follow the flow of conversation, it was people operating at like the fist of flowing water scale of right. irony. Like they're operating at like oh, yeah. so many levels of irony at once, it's impossible to yeah. perceive. And if you were to be say anything, you would be destroyed. Yeah, it's happened to me multiple times. I mean, I, I maintained a negative post count on FIAD, but I cannot say I was a beloved poster. No. <laughs> Me neither. I mean, I, I, but yeah, I, she, she's already done a couple interviews. Um, she did one with, uh, QAnon Anonymous, which, yes, it's, that's a bonus episode though. So that's not, that's not free. Uh, you do have to be a subscriber for that. You have to be a subscriber to the, the internet cabal of guys with goatees or something. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's like a ball of goatees. My what was that? I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking over here and Fucking I'm like, sideswiping okay, another beards. podcast. Yeah, uh, but, motherfucker. Um, yeah, we're gonna start beef with Julian Field. I like, I like, to, I don't know. I was just making a riff. I'm not. Okay. I actually like QAnon. Oh no, I'll, me too. I was just like, the who, gist, hell yeah. But the gist. Of, I'll start beef with Travis View. He's not even real. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, I listened to the interview yesterday while I was like cooking. How about Travis Pew? Mm. Oh. But, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, Travis Spew. Huh? Ah, uh, there we go. All right. Anyway, so, so Maya, I think. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I forgot the, about the soundboard. The whole gist. So did I. They they hacked and 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 leaked the the fly list or whatever. Yeah. Was um I don't know. I thought it'd be a cool thing to do, and I did it. Yeah. Which is like you know what? Hell yeah! <laughs> like there was no like big ulterior. Yeah. Form. Like that's old internet shit where people just did shit to see if they can. Yeah, that's classic. Like I love just like here's how. Step one: boredom. You know, this this started with me being bored and browsing Shodan. I found all this stuff, and uh, holy shit. I see things like this, I'm like, my life is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything. I don't have that skill of, like, being able to whittle down this type of stuff. I mean, that's pretty impressive. They're, they're really able to just, like, oh, yeah, I was just looking 
into AWS and grabbing documents from various buckets and dumping database tables. I'm like, I wouldn't know how to do any of that. Yeah, no, it's uh, fairly involved, and they pulled it off and hats to them. Oh, the funniest possible way for that list to get leaked. I, I agree. Just love it. Um, uh, does anyone personally know someone that's on the no-fly list? Ooh, I don't think so. No. Ed? No. Nope. I do. My brother's <laughs> friend is on the no-fly list. I don't know if he's still on it, but he was in the mid-aughts. He was an artist and very online, mm -hmm. and uh, he was on the no-fly list because he wrote, like, three mean blog posts on Blogspot about George W. Bush. Oh, boy. That was pretty thin-skinned. Yeah. And I think he might have gotten off at some point, but he, like, was trying to fly somewhere, and they're like, yeah, you're a... Uh, you're grounded there, buddy. Wow. Yeah. For three mean blog posts. Yeah, about just like Bush. being mean, like, you know, literally being like... This is why I never say anything close to that on Twitter. Like, that is why, because I'm afraid I'll get put on the no-fly list. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. It's a reasonable thing to think, because, you know, a lot of these politicians... Because this happened to your friend's friend. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. But, like, they're just real thin-skinned people. Um, I think they're like, great. Right. <clears throat> right. Sorry. Uh, you're you're correct. Uh, everyone uh, everyone who's in politics is is good. Politics. I love good. it when they do discourse bad. bad. It's good when the thing happens. <laughs> this the entire podcast. This happen. is just what Pod Save America sounds like normally. Oh, <laughs> I've never I've never listened to Pod Save America. Me neither. Like, I don't fine. fucking know. I just can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine listening to a serious podcast for an hour anyway. But I definitely can't imagine listening to one which is like. Serious yeah, about doing politics. A great job. Like, oh, well, let's talk about the policy. It's like I, I know I should care, but I don't. No, like yeah, this is my politics. problem. Right, you know, politics, man. If you can't put it in a shit post, I'm not going to pay attention yeah. to it. I got to be honest. I yeah. think the only serious podcast I can listen to is Douglas Rushkoff's Team Human, but it's because he has like a sense of play. Oh, and he's stuff. a he's a very different type of creator, serious, though. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 more like the Radiolab type shit. I where he's don't got, think I listen to any serious podcasts. Like, a podcast with a serious purpose of some sort is not on my Citations phone. Needed? Citations Needed, maybe, oh. or Knowledge get, Fight. Ed, don't you get shouted out at the end of I every do. episode? I do. I guess that counts, then. Fine. <laughs> I love Citations Needed. Every, even with shit I don't care about, I'm like, oh, wow, I learned a lot here. Well, there's, I guess it's just who's entertaining and whatnot. Anyway, sure. Um, so speaking of being entertaining, this, this really caught my eye because uh, this fucking happens to me. This is a this is a shit post, a joke tweet, but uh, it's at Durbikins, uh, whose whose handle is currently Doctor Pepper Malpractice. <laughs> 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 I've, I find the best people online. I don't know where I keep. I have a guy well. who follows me whose profile is the Michael Jordan of sucking dick, and I <laughs> always. <laughs> yes. That, that's just such a fucking good one. Like every time I see it, puts it. Um, maybe he's changed it, but like every but, time I yeah. see it, I'm like, that's uh, wonderful. Here we go. It's uh, at the buzzard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shout out to at okay. the buzzard, the Michael Jordan right. of sucking dick. All right, amazing. So, Dr. Pepper Malpractice, aka Derbikins, Criterion Collection has announced they will be launching a channel on TikTok to reach a new audience with their preservation of classic films. Launching today, Criterion has posted My Dinner with Andre as its first upload and it has this video of, a, of half of the frame is my dinner with andre and the other half of the frame is somebody carving soap into a flower and then there's another piece of the screen that's split off and it's showing like a, a awful mobile game just like a real tiktok but the joke is that like that's that's what they do there's family guy episodes with all that shit and they're putting carrots into pipes and tiktok is a very weird place then the replies to this are really funny it's like well uh Here's the thing. 
I actually paid attention to this scene with with this thing happening and like, oh yeah, TikTok is destroying your brain because you have yeah, a diagnosed ADHD. I, 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 I like I also watched it and I was like, oh, this clip from my dinner with Andre is like about like the the eradication of soul and art, and here I'm watching like Subway Swipers or whatever this game yep. is called. Yeah, it's it's very much making the point that it's making. I was like, oh, I am I am the thing I hate now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't touch TikTok. Thing is fucking with me. I don't like it. Good. Yeah, don't. Too stupid. Yeah. I see it. I see it, and I feel like I'm being manipulated. Yeah, because you probably are. I mean, that's. I better. mean, it's. But also, I broke Instagram briefly because have you seen that video where it's like a low polygon cat and it's spinning? It's. I looked at at least forty five of those, and now all my Instagram is is just different versions of that. Yeah, my Instagram is like. Then I got it stuck in my head an entire evening. (laughs) Oh lord! And I sat there just being like, "This is how serial killers are made." (laughs) This is what Jeffrey Dahmer heard in his head. Just get some of that lead (laughs) gasoline, and you'll be on your way. (laughs) Nah, I'm not killing myself. No one will kill me, except the Lord. Pretty much it. Yes, I. uh, The 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 virtual streamer told me to do it. Oh, the VTuber, yeah. The VTuber, yes. <laughs> the the strange uh, woman with a really weird accent who's cosplaying as a 5,000-year-old vampire who looks 12. Yes, she told me to... Oh, the Chunny? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. that's, yeah, that's Chunny? I have no idea. I just, I just seem like a word for that. So anyway, uh, Ed, did you... Uh, hmm? Are you ready for the next segment? Are you ready for some crypto scams, buddy? You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast. And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. Oh, I, know no, I, I know so much about that. Let's talk about how wonderful that industry is. It's well, beautiful. It's where all the money's made. So Brian sent me this post from at uh, Crypto Skull X. Okay. Which, again, I, I love the username. Sounds great. It's gotta, it's, yeah. So it, it is a reference to BSC. You familiar with the, uh, the Binance Smart, Smart Chain? Chain? Yep, and it says there are DeFi hmm. projects rugging for two to three million every week. The last few weeks, I used my time to study these the BSC chain, and the rugs are astronomical. So then <laughs> they post, "This is what a typical BSC rug excuse looks like." Can I, can I read it, please? Unfortunately, after many rounds of communication, the hacker still denied my request. <laughs> I requested him to return all of the funds to the YR community and was denied. I requested that he pay back 50% of the stolen funds back to the community and was still denied. <laughs> I told him all members of the community would be hurt by this and, he, and condemned him. He remained unmoved and deleted our conversation. Sorry to all, I failed my communication. I am in the process of raising new funds and making amends to everyone. Please give me some more time. Thank you all. It's bullshit. It's Sounds all bullshit. like a guy yeah. acting in good faith. Yeah, I talked to the guy who stole my money and he didn't want to give it back. Also, I've been saying this for fucking years. I can do like a Rutger Hauer style, end of Blade Runner style speech about the shit I've seen on Binance Smart Chain. Oh, I'm sure. Fucking oh, same um, with Polygon. I, one time, I feel like I told this on the last podcast, so if I did, yeah, yeah. I have dementia. Anyways, um, <laughs> my mate Casey my was fault. working on an essay uh, for law school yeah. at the time. And he's like, do you know about any recent rug pulls? And I said, my friend, I'm watching one right now. And it was called Ape Chain. Have you heard of BSC? It's no, I was on Polygon, rugs. actually. Formerly oh, known yes, as Matic. Yes, yes. And I was like, I'm watching one right now. $3 million just got stolen. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, here's the link. 
And it's just, this shit's been happening a while. And good, good work reporting it, I guess, now. But it's a little bit late. I mean, the fact it's still going on means the rats are trying to escape the ship. Right, because then they're trying to, they're trying to raise enough liquidity to then get out. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if that's three million dollars in liquidity or three million <laughs> market cap getting ripped because there are coins out there that will have like a three mil market cap, but liquidity is like only like two hundred k, two thousand dollars. Yeah. We can get a 2x pump on this really easy because liquidity is like the price of a B-up 86 Camry. It's the price right, of a Kia Soul that was recently oh, stolen. No. That's no. a little bit of a callback. No, no. Sorry, Jason. I stole right. your car and I lost it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, shit <laughs> I stole your car and I turned it into an ERC 720. I got turned into an NFT, Morty. I thought, I thought, uh, I thought Floki Vape was going to be the thing I needed the the get out of my sorry troubles. That was that was going to be the one. The huh? Floki yeah. vape. Yeah. It's it's uh, Shiba Inu and he he he's smoking a bong. I fucking so love back one. in like 2021 when there were people yeah. earnestly trying to tell you that like this was the future that the monkey thing was was the future. <laughs> the you remember thing. like a few weeks ago that there was oh, yeah. this whole fucking thing. Like 22 days ago in fact, just looked it up. Yeah. Solana prices spikes as newly launched dog coin bonk gains community hype. Tech crunch. Shiba Inu yeah. themed bonk tokens are yielding nearly 1,000% for Solana liquidity providers. Coindesk. Mm-hmm. This is fucking 22 days ago. How are, pe- how are fucking members of the media still falling for this dog shit? They're, what they're the fuck is bonk? Yeah, I don't... Who gives a <laughs> shit? What the fuck is bonk? No, I understand it's a reference to the... The bonking of someone yeah. who is too horny in the aforementioned meme of the Shiba Inu, I'm well aware. Amid Solana's movement, the two largest cryptocurrencies... I'm a, oh my god, I feel like I'm... Have, anyway, what are we talking about again? I'm fucking... Just, every time <laughs> I read this shit, I get angry. I I'm see sorry. red. So, so in this thread that, that Brian had sent to me is a series of screenshots of discords where founders or whoever is giving an excuse for why something rugged. Uh, this one's one of my favorites. It says, at everyone, unfortunately, the team was on a plane trip to Dubai for a launch party and was carrying the ledger with them, <laughs> and the plane crashed. <laughs> I am currently on my deathbed writing this message. We are very sorry <laughs> for this minor inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> sorry like I died. <laughs> I am dead now. I'm sorry now. I'm in heaven. Yeah, you. man, I went to hell. You shouldn't feel like angry at me. I'm being tortured by the devil. You know, the best rug pull excuse I've ever seen was some the, shitty. It BSC. wasn't the plane crash. No, no, no. It was this BSC. It was this BSC shitcoin that this uh, group that I, I kind of knew was. They were like all about like yeah. They were kind of like yeah. I think this might be something. This is before. This is like early 2021, and I can't remember what it was called. But I just remember the guy talking about like how his cat died, and then like a day later he's just like, yeah, I don't know, like, and then someone's like, why'd you pull liquidity? And he's like, oh, that's just a temporary thing. We'll be right back. And he just closed the channel. Yeah, so yeah, deleted everything. It's just ridiculous. I fucking love that. And there's it's happened so many times. And people, well, did you hear about this thing, Frank? This company, Frank. So there's this company who claimed to have 5 million customers they'd helped get student loans, and they sold themselves for $170 million to JP Morgan Chase. 
And it turned out that they didn't have anywhere near that many customers. And in fact, paid a data scientist to create a customer list of 5 million people. Amazing. JP Morgan tried to email them all. It, they got like 1% of them to respond, something ridiculous like that. And then they went and they checked the emails of the company they bought. Uh-huh. And then found numerous emails like, hey, can we make these up? Hey, is it possible we can, hey, can we pay this guy? And then quite literally the CEO paid the guy extra. And in the email was like, this is so that you don't have that we made these up on the invoice. <laughs> what was great was all the crypto people who saw that and went, uh, see? See? <laughs> look, look. This, this happens everywhere. Right. It's like, well, it's, great. But it's, uh, it's also... Like, it doesn't happen everywhere. This is very rare. You've had three of these this week. A guy... Right. A guy claimed that he got captured by ISIS so as a means of pulling liquidity. Like a guy, a guy organized an Shot international terror event to steal a ledger. Yeah. I, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I had to pull liquidity. I'm currently bowing towards Mecca. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to make the Hajj. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> I I will be dying yeah. in the next week. So for some oh, reason. I, I... <laughs> Between uh, that, yeah, just the Frank company. I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, you're right. That's the the JP Morgan Chase got taken for 175 million. <laughs> so <laughs> good. And the woman is like, uh, I'm actually a whistleblower, but hasn't said of what or in what way. And the emails and the lawsuit are like, literally, she emailed someone who worked at the company, and the guy was like, I'm not going to do this. This looks like a crime. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, No one's going to end up in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so fucking funny. It's so funny. There's it's so nothing. funny to have an email in the account of the company you sold to a company that's like, "Hey, I need to defraud J.P. Morgan Chase real quickly." I mean, would if you're you going to defraud someone, <laughs> would you mind? Do it on your Gmail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Proton mail. Dude, have some fucking make a new email account. They're free. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just make an account. Just have an. You're about to make 170 million dollars. Can you not do it on a separate fucking email? Apparently not. Yeah, no, no, she's uh, being real, just petty, <laughs> petty pinching. Yeah, we, we're not made of money here. Well, I didn't. Really I didn't get the money yet. <laughs> I got, got till Friday till it clears. So we got to get this going. <laughs> it's like, uh, it, 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 what did the fucking FTX? Uh, didn't they have like a whole Discord or some, called some wire Slack fraud channel? Chat. Called, yeah, called Wire, wire Fraud. fraud. <laughs> and that Carolyn, real- Carolyn chick had like a thing on her uh, Tumblr that was like alluding to Wire Fraud. Yeah. and like, <laughs> well, that was when all the people were surprised that she was like a vile racist libertarian. Yeah, I literally assumed really. that the moment I heard the fraud happened. Yeah, it's not I mean, like she. It's not like you were going to go open up those emails and she'd have good views on black people or anything or on anything yeah, yeah. or like human yeah. life. Just like someone, someone who sits there and is like, "Ah, I'm going to fuck Sam Van Fried and everything else in this place." Already, you're debasing <laughs> your soul. Yeah, you've already got a you know, Jesus. Hey, 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 machi. Yeah. From one scam to another, it's uh, it's time to talk about our main thing we wanted to bring up uh, this week, Ed. And now, uh, you asked us, uh, you asked me directly, like, hey, are you, guys, are you sports guys? Uh, a couple weeks ago, we did coverage on the fake sport of baseball. Are you familiar with baseball, Ed? I've never really messed with it. That's about as far as I go with sports. I'm a Cardinals fan. I watch baseball, and that's about it. So I really started following our main topic when they came out with some of the weirder stories. So this is... Deadspin, 
formerly a Gawker Media Geo product. That's been owned by GMG Media Group, which is owned by like several different PE firms. But I first heard about this site back in 2014 when they, I don't know if they necessarily broke the story, but they got the audio of Clippers owner Donald Sterling's racist rant against black employees. <laughs> the, I, the guy who sounds like Master Shake. The Master Shake video of I take he, her down to Mr. Coon's house and she yeah, sucks I was on gonna me say, is this the guy who would like talk who answered a question about his own name where he was like talking about a woman fellating him in the back of a car? I like the play with her. Right. And then and, and the and lawyer She sucks goes, on my house. And then the lawyer can't, says can't say that. And the lawyer says, uh, uh, the question was, is this your signature? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. I don't think anybody could have written a punchline like that. No, that like, is one of the funniest things. <laughs> that was really what really got me like, oh, okay, this isn't... Because when I think of like sports media, like I said, we come from St. Louis. We're a baseball town. Our big sports media in town is either the Post-Dispatch, the paper... It's going to be KMOX, which is the big AM station, or it's going to be our alternative weekly magazine called the Riverfront Times. Riverfront Times is very much like the Village Voice. Actually, I think they're now owned by the Village no, Voice. No, you're wrong. Is that not right? They were owned uh, by the Village Voice for a while, then sold to someone, and now they're, uh, I forget who they were, media conglomerate they're sold to, but they're now owned by the same people, I think, that do the alt weekly in cleveland and mm. maybe denver correction stand corrected yes. uh, principle of the thing is though in vibe and attitude they're very much still an alt kind of cranky uh my uh <laughs> my dad told me that back in the day if you were caught reading the riverfront times in class like you could get in trouble apparently it was a very body <laughs> thing and now it just has now it's just a thing that exists so uh, people can go to like whiskey events at a place that has a motorcycle hanging from the wall. Oh, come on now. Every, right, once, so, in a, every once in a while they'll have something. But anyway, hey. so most of my sports news comes from one of those three places. So Deadspin was a breath of fresh air because it was like, okay, who are these people? They had uh, guys that I became big fans of. You had uh, Drew Maggery was on there for a while. Um, I mean, you had just a slew of really talented writers. And it wasn't always strictly box scores, which I thought was the most interesting part about the site. Um yeah, Green Hill Partners was the was the group, and oh man, I'm trying to think of what other stuff that they broke when they first were out. I think they were doing. You're gonna have to carry this one, Jason. My mom once made yeah. me sit through what was at the time the longest rain delay in MLB history. <laughs> so <laughs> I learned all about American sport from my time at Penn State. Perfect. Uh, so they broke the story of Brett Favre allegedly having sexual misconduct uh, with a journalist. They broke the story of a ESPN reporter who falsified credentials. They, let's see here, actually provided coverage for some reason of Gamergate, mm -hmm. which of course uh, was the, you know, it's about ethics in, journal in games journalism. What um, publication was this? This is Deadspin. Deadspin. Okay, I thought it was for a second. I didn't. I didn't hear you say the words Deadspin. I also wrote for this website. You did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How the fuck that's do you? Me. Okay. I mean this with love, fellas. But I thought that's the reason we were talking about it. I wrote. I wrote there several times. I've written Fantastic. tens of thousands of words on Deadspin. Well, tell us all about yeah, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was wondering. I thought that was just a very agonized lead-in. 
No. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I, for some for some reason, I the 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 okay. Deadspin era of Ed Zitron just like must have passed me by. I don't so know what, what the fuck happened there was. I used to write for Vice Sports, and Vice Sports I got into because I bought Super Bowl tickets. And then I was, remember that. And I was like, "Fuck it! Why don't I sell a story to Deadspin?" Okay. And then at that point, I met one of the best editors I've worked with. I used to say the best, but he's one of my top two. Bob Bryan over at Insider, of course, being the other one. But David Roth was my editor over at Vice Sports. And David saw within me a better writer than I am. And he was really good at drawing ideas out of me and also kind of seeing what I was getting at if I wasn't sure. So when he moved on to Deadspin, I had NBA finals tickets. I'm like, do you just want me to go behind the curtain of these expensive tickets and just write about everything I see? And he was like, absolutely. Oh, man. And like, my first one, I got to, I got like intimidated by a, a security guard who did not think I looked like I was meant to be there. And he like came and like sat next to me. He was like, show me those tickets. <laughs> he was like, he was really angry at me. Very hostile. Jeez. Yeah, it was super, it was very strange. But then I actually wrote my favorite thing I've ever written for Deadspin. You guys watched the show Person of Interest? I didn't realize that was a Deadspin article. I read I read that article. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that show was great. Well, uh, Barry, fantastic. I believe, was the one that gave me the, the go-ahead on that one. And Barry, I can never say it, Pacheski. I'm, I'm sorry, Barry, mm. if you hear this. <laughs> but I pitched Barry saying, I love this show and I'd kind of like to interview all the actors because it's this weird thing where it was this amazing show that was kind of went under the radar because it was marketed like a shitty procedural when it was actually one of the more prescient shows about surveillance. But Barry was like, go with God, use the name Deadspin. And I wrote a lot of it and I got one interview. I got one old man who was in like a few episodes. Oh, and I was... No. And I was like, but I still was, I still got like five and a half thousand words out because I'm a freak. And then a fella called David Slack on Twitter, one of the writers, I've been talking to him and he's like, oh, do you need help? And I said, huh? I guess. And he introduced me to like everyone other than Jim Caviezel. Wow. Jim Caviezel would not help. He was, his agent was lovely. I told him and she just said he's not doing press. Yeah. And that was fine. Um, but I spoke to like Amy Acker. I spoke with Michael e- and Michael Emerson, yeah. and oh, he, what he, a hoot. he nearly made me cry. He was fantastic. He just gave amazing quotes talking about the show, and it was wonderful because Deadspin really didn't edit me that much, and I got to put really good shit in there about why the show was good. But also, I got these great quotes in there from these people, and they allowed me to go deep and wide on this story that otherwise would have existed nowhere else, and also never would have got anything like no one would have ever fucking read this if i put it on a newsletter instead deadspin did that and then my last piece there was about the movie gamer i see i've read that one too for some reason i have not put two and two together that those were deadspin articles because they're not about sports but that's the thing deadspin deadspin fucking published some of the best writing some of the best most interesting writing as well as my own and it was like the people behind destroying Deadspin, I cannot say how I feel about them. Sure. I will yeah. not be able to stop myself from some kind of... Yeah, I should stop there. Because they That's took fine. away from Literally. me my favorite website. Website? Jesus Christ. 
uh, <laughs> website that I've ever written for and one of my favorite ones to read. And Defector coming back helped because Defector is great, but they have a few more years before they can even get to that scale. Like Deadspin had this incredible scale. The Drew McGarry piece about when he like had a brain seizure, I think it was. Yes. Fucking incredible. Oh. Even starts with the Queen's Stone Age quote. Beautiful. Yeah. I sound exactly like the Brexit, Brexit geezer there. Sorry. I don't know. Sort of. <laughs> it's all right. But, but no, Deadspin posted some of the most interesting sports commentary, the most interesting social commentary, and then a bunch of fucking idiots destroyed it. If I ever right. see Jim Spamfeller, I'm going to do everything in my power <laughs> to make him cry. I'm, go- yeah, I'm, gonna leave, I'm going to leave him with a psychological scar. Legally speaking. Right. Mentally. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're right. Deadspin was something special. And now you go sure. on deadspin.com now. This scabby yeah. site. Let me read some of these fucking headlines. Sure. We've got two words for ya. That is YA. Sixes mm-hmm. nets. Okay. <sighs> Everything we know, comma, right now, comma, about Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Are the Jets trying to lure Aaron Rodgers to New York with Hackett hire? The sports nihilist. Like life, defense shouldn't matter. What a bunch of fucking boring bullshit. I'm sorry, I'm sure these people are nice people, but who gives a fuck about this porridge warm bullshit? Who fuck it? Why are there fucking scores at the top of Deadspin? I don't yeah, go to Deadspin for the fucking scores. No, you went for the writing, and, and, and you're this, absolutely right. And this site is now this just bland shit. Like, it's just dull. And there's so much of it as well. There was a real brevity in Deadspin before. There was a real satisfying kind of there is only so much but it's all fucking good. Mm -hmm. And now it's just this so much stuff and it's so fucking dull. Who wants to tell Warriors GM Bob Myers that nobody cares? The Golden State Warriors GM really wants attention over his contract so here's that attention he ordered. Fuck me. Here's that attention he ordered. Are you just fucking Whedon? Yeah. <laughs> you apparently. fucking ass. I'm losing it. I'm That's all right. turning it's all right. into the Tingus Pingus meme. What the fuck did they do? Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is Tingus Pingus? It's a, it's you stupid totally. motherfucker. <laughs> Who the fuck is Tingus Pingus? Who the fuck yeah. Sean Beckwith? <laughs> Sorry, Sean. I'm sure you're a nice bloke. <laughs> Because, yeah, Drew Maggery, man, what a what a hoot and a half he is. He's written some stellar novels, and, of course, his nonfiction book, The Night the Lights Went Out, which is about... Which is the based on the article version. he wrote on that. Yeah, yeah. I'll say the, uh, the memoir of Life After Brain Damage. Like, that that started as that as that Deadspin article. But you've got David um, Roth. You've got Barry Pachetsky. Tom Lee. Like, there's so many... Was Laura Wagner there? Was, yeah, I think Laura was... Like, there were so many good fucking writers on there. So many of oh, them. Yeah. And instead, they saw that and they went, well, what if we had less good stuff and also worse writing, but more of it? And Jim Spamfella sat there and went, well, I can't count, so that sounds great. You do have to wonder, like, you know, how, how, how did that change really fuck with their numbers? Because I would imagine... They had to take all the view counts off. That sounds about right, because I got, mean... You got Albert Benenko? Oh, Boneco? Fucking hell, I don't know how to say anyone's... Should I just start calling him David Ruth? Just get it right, I fuck up everyone's yeah, name. Just... 
They got Ray Ratto though. I love. It. I don't think he was on Deadspin, but Ray Ratto is one of the best uh, Bay Area reporters. Ray Ratto is just a crank, and we love him. He's for that, also yeah. lovely. He's also one of the most genuinely. Lo- so I mean. I've met Ratto and I've met Roth, and both of them are two of the most genuinely good humans I've ever met. Also, Roth, straight up, and I've told told him this both sober and drunk to his face, like, he is one of the best writers in the world. He's incredible. He is just so good at what he does. And Yeah, they're always, like, fucking top tier. But also, he has a... I've learned... If my writing is half as good as David Roth, I'm very lucky, because... He is just so good and so natural and everything's so effortless with him. And he has a very kind heart, but also he's deeply, painfully witty. He's just... I, one of the reasons I think I'm a decent writer is because I read people like David. Yeah. And I think that um, if there was any justice in this world, David would be like Kara Swisher or Scott Galloway famous. Not to say that David is not a success, but like he should be Jeff Passan famous. Yeah, or like Mina that. Kimes face. Mina, I've watched her career go, and she fucking deserves it. She's awesome, like yeah. genuinely. But I wish Roth had that. I think everyone at Defector should. Like, it's one of the best thing. I, I will go to bat for any of them. There, they're awesome. I'm trying to find some because yeah, the even his uh, even his his Twitter uh, David underscore J underscore Roth is that is that him? Yeah, I think that's him. Okay, yeah, because uh, it's just. He's got that that uh, Jersey swagger. He's just like clearly just it's is like yep. This is this is what's interesting and funny to me. And like yeah. anytime I see a David J Roth tweet, I'm like okay, this is uh, I'm gonna be thinking about this for a minute because like mm-hmm. <laughs> he just knows, he knows just what to like pull up because you know um, the medical oddities. I mean, he's talking about like just anything and everything. This guy he's a guy with broad interests. Like like Drew and like a lot of the other defectors slash uh, former Deadspin folks. Like they just have a, a huge wealth of either knowledge or or they have the ability to like make you as a reader feel like you have the knowledge, which is a definitely a skill. Incredible educators. Like they're all yes. so good at explaining stuff. But also, let me read one of my favorite Roth tweets, and I don't think we should sit here and just read them because we will spend the whole episode doing it. I was gonna say, sure. yeah. <laughs> this is one that whenever I see it, I like have to stop what I'm doing. Thinking about how democratic fundraising emails are all have subject headlines like I'm dying of brain cancer, David, and Republican ones are all what are you getting Mr. Trump for Father's Day? It's just... <laughs> it's just Nailed so, it, yeah. It's very funny, but also very, very, very true. Yeah. Here's a recent one about Elon Musk. Uh, he says, I love this guy. Yeah, sorry, I don't have time to deal with that. I'm awake 22 hours a day making beavis noises <laughs> and replying to every single cat turd post with the target emoji. <laughs> he just... He oh, nails that he's... very specific neuroses of these guys, yeah. Because like his even his piece on in the early days with Trump, where he was talking about Trump, he really nails that very specific neuroses mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. these people have. Which, of course, if you're if you're even tangentially in the world of sports, those people have gigantic neuroses of their own. Sure, it fits and it works really well. Ah, oh, jeez, yeah. Every time I see David on, on Twitter, I'm like, okay, yep. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're all little nuggets to be cherished. He has been an incredible... He's also been, like, a very good mentor. 
Like he has, he's edited me several times. That poor bastard. When I went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> I get back at like one a.m. and I'm like, I forget if I submitted it that night or the morning after. But I woke up and I wrote like eight thousand words. Wow. Because I, I'm an yeah. insanely fast writer. I always have been. Because That's I mostly exactly. wrote it in my head. And I just sent it to him and I was like, hey, is this good? And he was like, this is great. And then he made these precision edits that turned it from entertaining, but me, to good and me. I'm probably being a little self-effacing, but he yeah. he is incredible. He's a great editor, great bloke. David Roth. David underscore J underscore Roth on Twitter. Follow him today. Yeah. It's free. That is a that is a pro click for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, this one I retweeted the other day. Unlocking the limitless power of artificial intelligence to have perfectly circular non-conversations with various figures from history online. <laughs> Defector is really good and it's getting there. It's just going to take some time, I think, to scale up. Right, and I think part of that too is that some people, when they see like a paywall for that type of site, they might feel a little turned off. But but it rocks boy, though; it's owned by them. Oh no, yeah, yeah, and that's and that's a big reason I would advocate for someone who's maybe on the fence to really, you know, g go for a month or two and see if you get a lot out of it because whew, there's so much there. Even just Drew Magri doing the mailbag every week <laughs> is is worth the price of admission. I mean, just looking at the front page right now, that, that first headline, <laughs> if you don't have multiple real dudes, you don't have shit. Which is, of course, true. Is, what's great, is, about, true what's great about that, though, is you could say, you could say that has a similarity to the deadspin.com headline. We've got two words for you, six or snap. The difference is... No, it fucking doesn't. Come this on, is using no. no, but I must explain difference. One of them is using inexact clunky language to make a very blunt point that needs to be made bluntly. And the other is using clunky street adjacent language to sound cool and right, let me here. tell you while still 100 of attempts by people to sound cool fail oh yeah because if you force it there's no it's not cool by definition yeah yeah you try too hard that's just the whole deal look at the 17 minutes of james dolan is too much james dolan that's tom lay i you know just the the, the headlines alone would keep you in stitches for just like at least an hour and a half just uh, well, that, that's been also <laughs> you forget there are some other very fucking famous writers who Deadspin was instrumental of launching the career of Felix Biederman being one of them yep. his Joker piece I always his remember. Joker piece yes. was phenomenal yes. some of his early MMA stuff like mm -hmm. Noah Coolwin Noah Coolwin fucking oh. top geezer yeah, right. I'm just gonna go for that yeah. one <laughs> who just go got who just got a column at Defector Yes. And he's been it's doing Blowback, which is phenomenal. Another great writer. Oh, God. What a, what a show. The okay. first season of Blowback is one of my favorite things ever. Well, with that fucking the opening with... Well, it's him and Brendan James, James, right? Yeah, that's Brendan, Brendan Brock's James. What a, fucking brilliant. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought you were talking about the, the, the thing with... Uh, uh, James Adonian as George Bush. And <laughs> no, H. that John does Benjamin. kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys John ever Benjamin? heard the Chapo where he first does the Gorka? Oh no! It's, it's that's so good. That's Mr. Stuck Chapo, in come just come on down to the White House, Mr. Chapo. <laughs> Mr. Chapo, just you can't do it. James Adomian just has it. I it's, don't know how. Yeah, I, I have. But he has a great delivery as well when he's like, "I'm looking at yeah. a trapper keeper. It has several pink <laughs> flamingos and Cadillacs." He's just he's nailed the the the. 
insecure like the Colossus of the Danube. Yeah. All these great <laughs> phrases. <laughs> I have I have friends that do not like Chapo, but every time I ever played them, James Adonian doing Sebastian Gorka, they're like, "This is this is good." I'm like, my, "Yeah." Like, my favorite Chapo story is not even really about the podcast. I was on a flight, mm. and I now realize the woman might have been hitting on me. So, but I was sitting there and I was like playing Diablo 3 on my Switch and just like cry laughing while listening to the Chapo Joker review. And the woman taps me on the shoulder, which is the last thing I wanted pretty much in general, but especially at the moment when Nick Mullen was doing a bit about the love guru. (laughs) And she's like, what are you listening? What are you playing? You seem to be loving it. I'm like, oh no, I'm listening to a podcast. And in my head, I'm like, does she think I'm like a four-year-old just like laughing at a video game? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> and, th- and I'm like, oh, I'm listening to a podcast. Oh, what are you listening to? Uh, uh, politics podcast. Just like my right. brain just, just, my brain like shuffling through files trying to find something to say. Because uh, well, like, how are you going to explain the whole phrase Chapo Trap House to someone who doesn't know what that means? I yeah. don't even yeah. know what it means. It's just the El Chapo Trap House, I'm guessing. I don't fucking know. I never asked. I've been on the goddamn thing. So Sean Penn, uh huh. For some reason, he decided that he was going to help the U.S. government capture El Chapo Guzman. Oh, so how um, nice! And so they 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 had set up a sting, but they also so they were doing that bit right, the Chapo Trap House, but also a trap house, of course, is a house where you make uh, crack cocaine. Yeah. So <laughs> did not know that. So they wanted it to sound like a, a, a rap mixtape, and so those those two things smashed together made Chapo Trap House. So that 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 that's that, that was the explanation I heard, and it rings really true just because of their like completely anarchic attitude. Uh, <laughs> Ed, Ed, can I tell you a a somewhat related uh, flight story? Absolutely, <laughs> go ahead. So a couple years ago, I was in Las Vegas for about a week with a couple friends and loved it that was my first time in vegas i loved all the people watching walking through the mgm and like seeing dudes that have like never left left iaho seeing like their first hot woman in real life like just these amazing little bits of people watching that i I will treasure until my dying day i end up taking a different flight back than the rest of my friends and it was a red eye and one of my friends was like hey why don't you just like take an edible and make it a little bit easier i'm like okay so before i get uh on my I think I took an Uber to the airport. Before I got in there, I took this edible, and I'm sitting at the gate, and I'm, like, starting to feel it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And at the time, I had a very limited download. I had, like, a limited download or data on my phone. So when I was still at the hotel, I downloaded a bunch of podcasts on my phone, and one of them was, like, the last flower hour for a long time, your friend CJ's old podcast. Oh, God. And it was the like it was the, the all I remember in the episode was them trying to find Jesse Ferrar, and it was like going to like a an old like um, Jesse Ferrar of, of your Kickstarter sucks by the way. Just yes, wanted to Jesse throw that Ferrar out for, 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 those of you, for those of you who don't but know was, every guy. Yeah, <laughs> but this was uh, firmly in the era of stay sipping Jesse. Yeah, big and, Jesse, uh, <laughs> the big boy era. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's and I just up, remember. Man. He really is. He's looking good, man. He, him and Mike, they're really, they're really yeah. trimmed down. Anyway, I uh, but I just remember being complete. I had like no tolerance at that point because I hadn't smoked in a while or done marijuanas. I just remember being in the throes of it, just being like, "Oh God, I am just overwhelmed." And I'm listening to a podcast where guys are riffing about Jesse Farrar and his two cups and like a storage, a storage um, 
closet full of his things and trying to find him and none of it makes any sense i'm like i still have two hours of this flight (laughs) (laughs) is that was that a was that a bad uh, it was it was it was i would say a bad edible trip because i'm just like i i just want to be home so you were in the you were in like the hell zone i was in the hell zone of like there's no way to make this good but i've reached the point where i just have to cut off parts of my brain where yeah. I'm just like, I just will not mention certain things to regular people. What you're listening yeah. to? Yeah, rock music. It's not the same anime music. thing we've been listening to 20 fucking times. Fuck <laughs> oh, Spy X family it, theme. What are you laughing at? Oh, a funny sports writer. What I actually right. mean is I'm laughing at the fact that like Elon Musk is talking to Cat Turd and I'm laughing about yeah. the ephemera around <laughs> Cat Turd. Because right. this is, I've said this on, yeah. on the show, is like the reason we even started the show is because I... I, I found myself at the dinner table explaining to my wife, okay, so there's this guy, his name's Cat Turn. And it's like, his name's what? Barnacle Jim, and he's got a long face. Right, all the, all the ephemera all the that I collected over the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the big hits, you know? And, and all that ephemera that I collected in my brain over the years, and I was like, man, it, I got to do a thing where I put it on record once, and then I can go, well, here, um, listen to this hour and a half of me uh, chattering with this guy, and you'll, you'll, you'll understand the reference. But, but also just, like, trying to explain it to, to normal, not online people is so bizarre. Because if I ran through that whole thing about the, the Chapo Trap House to my wife, she would stare at me like a dog that's just been shown a card trick. She would not <laughs> know what to do with that. When I have to explain these things to people, which is rare... I I guess my job every day is to explain very specific things in a generalist way, and my newsletter is kind of the same way. But I've got right. good at just finding an analog for everything. Who's Cat Turd? He is an old man who is popular with conservatives. Why is right. he popular? The... No one knows. I thought someone named Cat Turd... See, this is the part that freaked me out about that. It's like, I thought someone named Cat Turd would be like a zoomer you know someone younger has kind of a weird sense of yeah humor. like a guy uh, like a 21 year old who wears a bow tie yeah and suspenders or, or, yeah. and looks like young sheldon <laughs> yeah oh, so Nathan either robinson yeah so e- either one of those guys or some weirdo libertarian god forbid some richard spencer wannabe you know like it's you're thinking of the younger guys i guess boomers you know uh, or in somewhere in between they're kind of coming into their own politically because you know they had basically their dad in the White House for four years. But yeah. uh, it's just—it's baffling to me why anyone would listen to Cat Turd without a shred of irony. Well, that's the thing that I don't get with conservatives. I can understand how they became racist and they want to blame all their problems on other people rather than taking responsibility. That makes sense. But a picture sure. of a cat called Cat Turd Two. <laughs> That makes some of the more boring comments I've ever seen. Couldn't like, even couldn't even be Cat Turd One, by the way. Yeah, who is Cat, Cat Turd, Turd One? I uh, see. I want to say it's like somebody who was an early adopter, JFK like, like Jr. Henry. Yeah, there, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cat Turd One. <laughs> that's how that's how he keeps his calm secret. You see, um, Q said that misinformation was necessary. And okay. sorry, I've listened to too much QAA. Obviously, I'm trying to think of like who else. Who would that? Who of the merry prankster early internet people would have at Cat Turd One be their their handle? And my brain instantly went to uh, John Hendren mm-hmm. at, at Fart, you know, like or uh, any oh, one I- of those guys, those old something awful front page writers. It's just that feels like a very hey, Twitter's new. I'm going to sign up with the account at Cat Turd, you know? Like, yeah, now, I feel like yeah. I missed the opportunity of just getting like at Brian because I was probably early enough. Biz Stone got at Biz, Jack got at Jack, 
I'm trying to remember if there was anybody named Brian on the team. I think Jason Goldman is like Goldman. Yeah. Which must have been really weird for Goldman Sachs when they. <laughs> yeah, well, here, here's a little thing because Jason Goldman is my brother's close friend. My brother once told me a story because he, Jason Goldman, used to have a blog called Gold Toe Lemon Nut. <laughs> and apparently the gold toe socks people like hit him with a cease and desist and he had to like hire a lawyer to be like fuck off copyright law is so weird to begin with but also like you have to show that there was some damage yeah and it's so weird to think that like in 2005 gold <laughs> toe sock people were trying to sue a guy that had a blog that was mostly about his girlfriend and his war the warcraft character <laughs> yeah, what, a, what a fucking weird thing the internet is. I think it's, it's just the very great, the great expression of this podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole the, yeah. the whole kit and caboodle. I think yeah. that just like I have a group chat with my family, specifically yeah. with my siblings, and most of it is just me sending a video and no one responding or my sister saying what the fuck. <laughs> like I sent the um the egg dog thing with the turning cat. I sent humane goes for a walk by anonymous I sent Day in the Life of a Brexit Geezer, and I got no response on that one. Day in the Life of a True Brexit Geezer. Wake up and meet the wife, Susan. My little princess. Isn't she beautiful? Time to take George to football. Love up the Bugatti. I really want to hear Pete and Boz uh, do some drill rap over the top of that. You can, Have you heard those guys? No, uh, no, I have not. So it's these, it's these two old dudes uh, that, that are... I mean, they're like 70s and 80s. And oh, those guys. Yeah, those yeah. guys are great. Pete and Boz, yeah. Mr. I do World not want to know their political opinions. I don't care. They're, they're, they're too good. They also have a, a friend, Norman Payne, who's one of the best rappers in their clique. They're called the Northern Boys now. They've got a whole, they've got a whole geezer squad. It's ridiculous. There's like eight of them now. They're going to become the Wu-Tang clan of old British dudes. <laughs> Principle of the thing is, is Pete and Boz, if I would send someone that and... I would get this same reaction. What? <laughs> like, no, it's just, it's British guys rapping about doing meth and you know, hanging themselves in their uh, neighbor's backyard. What do, you, what do you mean? There's nothing. My wife left me. My wife left me. Left me. Gonna kill me. Yeah, and that's then, pretty then much they it. killed themselves <laughs> at the end of the video. I don't know. <laughs> There's a line in it. It's like, hang myself in the neighbor's garden. When they come home, it's a nice surprise. Like <laughs> that's a pretty good British accent. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I like how you failed to slip back into your American one there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's more just like uh, I'm fucking. Every once in a while, I, I barely know what my accent actually is, as opposed to like the voices I do. Um, I did try for a while to do voice acting. I don't know if you you know this uh, about me. I did not know I, that. I was, it never really panned out. I tried to do voice acting. I I did get uh, cast in a video game, but the video game got canceled, so so it never came out. And then it got remixed into a different game, which didn't include my character. Like fuck, goddamn son of a bitch! You know, uh, whoever does the voice acting for Link in 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 the Zelda games, right. it was very much that style <laughs> of voice acting. Yeah, it was. It was. Bleep. I wish I had that tape because it was just. I'd love to be the person who does that. It was me. Cracking my knuckles. All right, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was 30 minutes of me in a booth <laughs> going. <laughs> it was just like, okay, can you give me one where he's falling down? <laughs> you know, just. No problem, mate. I could do this all day. <laughs> all right, now he's getting waterboarded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's an entire podcast of this. Was it the hunt for Osama bin Laden? Yeah, no, it was not the hunt for Osama bin Laden. The video game, no. Um, it was it was a fighting game, so it was all it was all special moves and and, and special moves. Like, yeah, that too. No, special moves. Oh. Sorry. Well, I guess if it's dead or alive. No, I was gonna say, yeah, it'd be a very different game. Uh, <laughs> it was pixel art too, so they'd be like the worst looking. Anyway, I want to make uh, a game called Ed or Alive, and I've got a big pair of juicy cans. Uh, Ed or Alive? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 that's staying in. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this as well because I run like a business, and I don't think anyone yeah. who would hire me would find this. But you know, if they did, they'd still hire me because they'd be like, "Ah, it's fine." Exactly. Right. I feel like they'd be like, you know what? This I mean, my right. tweet. I have like at least forty tweets from the last week that should make them concerned anyway. So, I've always felt like if my employer, again, as we discussed, the dick sucking factory. But uh, <laughs> my, if my employer, <laughs> I also work at the dick sucking factory, right? A different one, a different one, across town. <laughs> We're rivals, actually. But anyway, uh, we, one of them's a union my, shop. The one isn't ex- exactly. If my employer... International lawyer... Yeah, but if it would be a union, they do slap the dick out of your mouth. Exactly, exactly. at five. Yep. yep. Like, nope, you're off the clock. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> your job sheet's looking a little sloppy here. Uh, the shop steward has to then take over for you. At the, anyway, so... <laughs> I'm getting too. No, my knees are getting too bad. My yeah. knees are getting too bad. Everyone outside has big science. Big science has said, "No, no, we won't blow." And then this one guy <laughs> who walks through, and everyone's booing him. He's like, "Look, I've got to feed my family." Right, right. <laughs> Hiding his name badge. Yep, he's sneaking the loads home in a black, in a baggie. So that he, anyway, oh, Jesus. Anyway. Long and short of it is that if any if any of my employers were to find uh, this podcast, which I don't really make it, you know, it's not, not really a secret per se. I'm not going to go out of my way to to post in the company Slack. Hey guys, check out my new episode. Yeah. I'm talking about sucking dick. Well, I, I wouldn't sh- do that. I should be clear. The Easy PR Slack has a wiping channel every 24 hours. <laughs> uh, as in, like wiping your ass. <laughs> I realized what that sounded like as the words left my mouth. And that is not what I mean. It deletes itself every 24 hours. Oh, okay. All right. And it will usually be, it is actually the genesis of, and I forgot I made this joke earlier about Knob Psycho, but apparently I did. (laughs) Apparently, apparently lightning struck twice. Yeah, that's going to be the episode title. You know Nob that, right? Psycho. Nob, Nob Psycho. Psycho. Absolutely. I want to remember that No, no, one. We Won't Blow is also <laughs> a good runner-up. And the theme song where they're doing the counting up. That's how many dicks. Anyway, as any times he's beaten up. <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah. It's like, damn. All right. Ready to see some gross pictures, Ed? Oh, I think it's about time for hell. our Shock Dad JPEG. I know. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Shock.jpg. It's it's the part everybody loves and or hates about the uh-huh. show. Uh, oh, oh, holy God, had... what are you showing me? That bit with Colin, right. Colin Farrell where they dressed him up like Richard Kind. <laughs> was it, that was the Batman, right? That was, was the, the Batman. Was like, a movie oh, that apparently is good, but it's like two and three quarter hours. Yeah, it's a bit long. On the that TV, is absolutely. a lot of other things I could be watching that I know I'll like. Yeah. Versus well, like, Robert Pattinson going, oh, I'm the Batman. Thankfully, Robert Pattinson is both good in it and barely in it so i you know he he doesn't have a lot of screen time except towards the end but i mean again it's two and a half hours there's a lot of stuff happening in the movie but 
regardless, I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, Brian and I talked about it on a previous episode where we, you know we kind of thought like, well, going from Christopher Nolan Batman to this one and just skipping Ben Affleck, you're probably in good company. But boy, boy, Ben Affleck Batman, what a. <laughs> What a whole nother thing. You could tell him, yeah, I fucking hate it. He's like, yeah, I hated me in it too. I hate every fucking yeah. second of making millions of dollars. Well, it's just... <sighs> Seems like such an easy fucking role. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for anyone who played... If you can't do Batman, you cannot fucking right. do anything. That's true. I've read a lot of comics. I collect comic artwork and I know a great deal about comics. Batman is not a hard character to get right. The reason that Michael no. Keaton worked was Michael Keaton successfully did the... Bruce Wayne is not meant to be quiet like Batman. Bruce Wayne's meant to be like kind of a playboy asshole. That's meant right. to be the dichotomy there. Right. And they've kind and of changed kind that of... in the comics now. But still, it's like no one has fun making Batman movies. Christian Bale really played it way straight. I liked like... Batman Begins as well, I should add. Yeah, and I just I I feel like the only thing really missing from the Christopher Nolan Batman's was a sense of humor. Yeah, because like because Dark Knight was great because every Joker scene was at least in some way either archly funny or darkly funny. Like there was something in there you could laugh at it or you could find the humor in it. Yeah, I know the squealers. You know, like there's lines in it that just you're yeah, like ah oh, okay. I mean, there's I remember chuckle. immersing Dark Knight when it first came out. I mean, like uh, when they're and they're like, this guy's crazy. He's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, right. No, I'm not. No. Like, I, huge I'll be honest. Dark Knight's fine, but I watched it and I was into yeah. it until he pulled a bazooka out. The moment really? he pulled okay. that bazooka out, I went, yeah. this is fucking stupid. Yeah. There was something that broke the movie for me with that. Because up until then, the Joker had been scary because he was like a psychopath who was just very organized. And he's like, ah, I got a rocket launcher. It's like, oh, fucking hell. What is right. this? That's Soldier of Fortune. <laughs> what is that? The Mercenaries game with uh, Mickey Rourke in it. Yeah. When, mercenaries uh, game with Mickey Rourke? I know Peter Stormare yeah, was in that. Well, uh, am I doing that? Am I doing the thing again where I'm getting the wrong guy? No, no, no. But if Mickey Rourke was in that Mercenaries game. Now now, I, now we're both looking it up because like, I can't. Oh, there is a Rourke's Mercenaries are the supporting antagonist in Atlantis. Look, nope, that's Rourke is else. the character's name. Rourke's the character's name. Oh, that's not too okay. bad then. Okay. I'm not that far off, but anyway, no, yeah, you're right. It's Peter. It's Peter Stormare. Um, I know because the first who, time I met Peter, I, I was told say, him. Yeah, I told him about it, and he said bumper cars, and I like clapped <laughs> like a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we love I was Peter like, yay! We. <laughs> I was like at a serious dinner too, <laughs> and you went, yay, we. Yeah, I basically <laughs> did because we got quite lit up. Oh man, oh, that's a hell of a thing. Yeah, man, uh, what a what a good dude. I just imagine like just just hanging with him would be. He's, a hoot. He is what like, I'll tell you. My favorite. Well, I've got many favorite Stormare stories, uh, but one of them was the first time I met him, and he sits down next to me and he goes, "So I have Adidas sponsorship." I'm like, "Oh," it's just like hello. He did not say hello. <laughs> And he's just like, yes, you see, you've got the Pharaoh Williams, you've got the Kanye West, and you have the Peter Stormare. I'm like, this guy's cool. Yeah. What an insane way to say hello. Yeah. I was. I oh, interviewed geez. him on a podcast once, and he yeah. um, was like, yes, I like to go in my garden, and I pick up a lemon, and I just bite into it. I'm like, so like an apple? He's like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think just... we're, like, we're mates. And so I think he knows that I'm never going to react to anything one time i texted right. him and i said hey man how you doing what you do because we we have like a few months between when we speak and yeah. 
he was just like, I'm in Nepal. I'm like, oh. And he goes, yes, I'm going to go to the foot of Everest. I'm like, oh, all right. Anyone else would be like, yeah, whatever, mate. And then yeah. eventually I get a three minute long video <laughs> of him walking around like a, sh- like a shack village in Nepal. <laughs> And I'm like, maybe this is a video he took for someone else. And then he walks past the guy and goes, Roy! And he's very clearly just walking around, just videoing shit for me. <laughs> and just like, his friend's like, I, you can kind of see that they're just like, yep, that's him. He's amazing. That's what he does. He's yeah. like the old Swedish man I call sometimes. There, okay, I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm meaning to make this, uh, to make it right, because was it Swedish Dicks? Yeah, Swedish Dicks is fucking hilarious. It's a show about two Swedish detectives. I was meant to be in it, but didn't happen. You were? Oh, man. That's Um, fine. It's fine. It was one of those those last minute things. Sure. But like, boy, every trailer I've seen of it. You should watch it. It's great. It's a show about uh, Peter Stormare and his Swedish friend who become Swedish detectives in like LA. (laughs) And then he, Peter, I forget what his character is called. He's like constantly like feeling bad about his dead friend Tex, who is Keanu Reeves, with the worst Texas accent I've ever heard. He's like, "It's me, Tex," and he's still alive. Like it's very obvious at the beginning. His accent—I don't know if it's bad or not, but it just sounds wrong. But he plays it completely straight. So they got Keanu to. Oh, yeah, because they're close friends. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah, because they they did uh, Constantine. Yeah, but they're close friends. Like that's awesome. Also, I will confirm his font size on this phone is exactly what you expect. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are we talking? 25, 64? How, how, how high does it go? I love him, and if anyone insults him, I'll, I'll, I'll live inside their skin. Uh, right. No. The, okay, I just want to read a very urgent tweet that just, just got published about an hour ago. I just want to read this. News, this is a different news. subject. Right. Uh, Cat Turd 2. Oh boy. Rolling Stones. <laughs> Sorry. Uh oh. Rolling Stones is contacting me and everyone I know. They're doing a story about me, not going to respond. Sorry, if ever there was like a 400 year old man thing to say, it's to call Rolling Stones. Rolling Stone? <laughs> it's the uh, called Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stone. Ah, Rolling Stones is calling me. <laughs> Rolling. Oh, watch that. Rolling Stones. I don't need any. I'll take a bath in a big old tin tub. He's like fucking oh, he's Eustace from Courage the Courage. I just think he's yeah. Eustace. The only, the only string music I like is the kind Henry Ford said was good for the soul. Stupid dog. I don't even read Rolling Stones. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's, now whenever I think of Cat Turd, I'm going to think it's Eustace. <laughs> You can't really go wrong by saying that because that seems that seems right. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's ruined my night. I am like talking to a girl at the moment, like a serious, like a normal dating thing, and I, this is going to be in my head while speaking to her. I'm going to have to yeah. find every way I can to not explain why I keep thinking about it. I'm going to be like, "What are you yeah. thinking about? Our work stuff?" Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, really serious right, so, work things. All right. So so uh, to to stick with our our traditional. Uh, Oh yeah, I've been trying to like put that off. <laughs> I know. Sorry, it's you, brief. You missed the guy fucking the McChicken. Yeah, that's so true. I think, I think uh, the mirror. You could do it all right. 
No, it was not a pin. Our God, monitor was sad. on. We had <laughs> uh, it was extra. It's an extra glossy finish on the uh, monitor there. All right, so I'm looking God. at this watch stream thing. Okay, is this some sort of Pokemon hentai? That's that's pretty much it. It's a uh, it's <laughs> Prince's Blank Site is what it was called. Okay, uh, Prince's Blank that's Site it? is essentially. Well, yeah, I mean, God damn, they, they can't all they can't all be winners. Yeah. No, no, no. It's I, just that like I my my brain is like burned out from watching yeah. the internet all day and, but yeah it's just you know it was 2019 somebody whipped up a a, a cheap little web i was site. like 10 when my brother tried to show me urutsuka doji like yo Ooh, yeah like uh, I'd, i've been like children are horrible especially when yeah. they get early internet access oh god but oh, i think yeah, i got like, burned out on that stuff i just got shown gross shit I've uh, I've told Jason many times before when I see Goatsy, I don't even wince. So I'm just like, ah, my old friend, yeah, my yeah. old friend Kirk. You know, we've yeah. we've looking what into this, looking into this penis? now. What is he not doing? Looking into this now. As <laughs> <laughs> you stare deep you into his you know hole, what? you know what? I wonder if you did post Goatsy to Cat Turd too. What he would do? Oh no! That's my... To be clear, there is a large part of me that if I ever thought I had Elon Musk's attention, would want to show yeah. him. Sure. Did hey, you, uh, so what is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this this image keeps appearing on my Tesla screen. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's either it would either be Goatsy or Barnacle Jim. Barnacle Jim. Looking yeah. into this now. <laughs> yeah. Concerning. Concerning. <laughs> yeah. Or the t the the arrow hitting the, the target. target the bullseye. Every once in a while, you'll see Goatsy out in in the world. <laughs> Scampering about. I guess, like, my feed is just refreshing without me touching it, but now the Tesla yeah. Cybertruck mass production won't start until 2024. I fucking told every Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope... I can't Stevie wait Wonder to watch that. one of those clip through the side of a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, swerve into the road, then flip up, spin a million times, just, just then, like, get trapped like a in the side. object. Right. Uh, it's, uh, what I was saying is, like, instantly liquefying anyone inside. Oh, yeah, they are dead. <laughs> uh, to be fair, they'll be, dead. they'll be dead either way. It's a Tesla. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, I drive a Tesla. Hasn't killed me yet, but you know what? Fingers crossed. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not going to. Uh, I've I've been one Tesla, and I was like, this reminds me of the cheap Nissan my drive. My dad drove in the nineties, yes. and not in the good way. Yes, that and is that is absolutely true. They're not. They're not good cars. No, they are not good cars. All right, so we saw our gross image. wasn't all that much to write home about. It was some. Pokemon no, I think a normal and... person would have been quite disgusted by that. Yeah, a, I mean, a Pokemon like, like was I a said, giant hog. Like that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> disgusting to the average one? person. I think that's called Fatori or something. Fudinari. There we go. Uh, oh, Fudinari connoisseur. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've been, I've been a sad Oh no, no, no sir. That's that's Fudinari. <laughs> yeah. I've only sampled the finest animes. When we do the big sigh of relief, of course, that means it's our favorite portion of the program. It's the breath mint. It's the part of the program we talk about movies, music, games, whatever that we're into this week. Um, I've got a couple that I wanted to talk about. Ed, you and I have been uh, every once in a while on Twitter. You'll you'll see something I'll post and. I'm in my John Cena appreciation oh, era yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. well, I was talking about Peacemaker last week. Peacemaker, fantastic show. But I did see something I've been putting off for a while, for a couple of years. And it was a, a wonderful little movie called Vacation Friends. Brian, have you seen the movie Ow. Vacation Friends? I have not seen Vacation Friends. Wait, maybe I have. What's in that one? That is uh, Cena and... No, I didn't see this one, but I really wish I had. Oh, it's a hoot. Uh, so the long and short of it is that a couple is going to a big Mexican vacation for 
the husband's going to propose. Cena, who is a bit of a loud mouth and uh, uh, really hopped up on cocaine, and his girlfriend are also on vacation. The, a series of catastrophic incidents occur. They all wind up in, in the same hotel room. And then the vacation ends. Right. And, and, and then the, the, the main couple are getting married. And the vacation friends crash their wedding. Like, literally, truck through a wooden fence kind of crash. And despite all odds, the John Cena guy starts charming the, the, the father-in-law. And, like, it's very strange, very funny. Uh, again, Cena proving once again that he's just, he's got it. Whatever it is, the he's comedy doing chops. Wh- he's boy. doing whatever he can to not be executed by the People's Republic of China. <laughs> 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 He is a very gifted physical comedian. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I feel as if he keeps going down this path. By the way, I just had to turn the uh, faucet on for my cat who would not shut up. So I just have to, my life is ruined ruined by an animal all the time. Not just the one, the mirror. Um, but Cena is just like even in Peacemaker he is so funny and he realizes how funny being huge is yes so he just like he milks it he the big difference between him and The Rock is that The Rock is very clearly still self-conscious I don't know how you do that he no longer has predators yeah a a silverback gorilla walk up to The Rock and be like maybe yeah well, have you seen Rampage? Uh, he, well, he okay, let's be clear. Silverback Gorilla was still ripping in, too. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? I'd pay for the pay-per-view on that one. But yeah, in any case, buy a few friends like, the rock, yeah. the rock still lacks something. Like, in Jumanji, he got close, and Southland Tales as well. But it's very yeah. obvious John Cena is full-ass, like, I know I look ridiculous. Right, I'm going to lean into it. I think, I think The Rock is still very aware but not in the way that makes him free yes I he, think he's aware in the in the way that like makes him very self-conscious like about a cage it. yeah john his cena is, is free almost, yeah john cena's like fuck it i will dance in my underwear you know <laughs> to uh to faster pussycat who cares you know mm-hmm. like the, he's also like I, very gifted in physical movement like the dance thing when he's in that girl's apartment who tries to kill him in peacemaker the alien just he's like doing yes. like a dance and it's great it's like yeah. you can see he's having fun and he loves acting and he it's right. it's very like i really want him to do more i like that yeah. dave batista thematically yep. is also being like oh, yeah. take me seriously as an actor which is fine but mate i understand you want us to You're respect huge. you as an actor yeah. you look like an everquest 2 boss he may be able to do it but like he must realize yeah. there are going to be roles that he will never get because you can't out-act, like, being a huge man. A, yeah. Sure. I agree with that, but I think Batista does have the chops yes. to pull oh, yeah. off a lot of different characters because I feel like yeah. that 
that uh, the bit he plays in Blade Runner twenty forty nine as uh, Zapper, yeah, yeah, Zapper, yeah. Uh, you know, is you know he is still like a big motherfucker, but he plays off as a very meek. He's the gentle and small giant. man. Yeah, he's the gentle. But he giant. will always yeah, be yeah. huge. There is no changing yeah. that, and his physical right. presence will be impossible to remove. And I think he's the antithesis of John Cena in that. Cena plays into it, and I think. Batista is self-conscious about it, but he's also an you, incredibly good actor. And if anyone could pull right. it off, it's him. Right. It's because mm-hmm. did you see Glass Onion? I did. Okay, so you you know because there's a similar goofy vibe about the character he plays in that, as well as the kind of beefy guy, the beefy dumb guy that that Cena plays in Vacation Friends. Like if you watch those two back to back, you're going to see a lot of interesting stuff because like. They're very much that it's a big guy trying to kind of break loose a little. Yeah, it's, it's this. I don't know, man. It's it's seen as one to watch. I, I definitely I cannot wait for what else he's going to do. I'm very excited to see what's next. I want him to do more crazy shit. I want him to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've here's. Do you want my outside weird? I feel like I just took Please. over your bit. I do apologize. Please. I want here's my my chaos one is. I want a James Van Der Beek villain. Yes. I oh, want yes. like a psychotic villain from James Van Der Beek. I want to see what that little freak can do. I think he has untapped potential and I wish they'd give it to him. I would fucking love to see Cena do that as well. Like crazed, truly unhinged. The closest thing I can think of that Van Der Beek did was the adaptation of Rules of Attraction where he mm-hmm, plays mm-hmm. just a complete asshole. Yeah. And he's great. But you're right. I, I think that he could have gone further. And I think yeah, I want the movie. same from uh, Timothy Oliphant as well. Yeah, yeah, boy, he's really stuck playing a cowboy, isn't he? But he's so yeah. good. That's the problem. I know. What I like <laughs> is when they did the Deadwood movie, and then they yeah. were just like, just Marshall, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy who gives a fuck. Because every, it's not like anyone would complain. Like, oh, no, no. he is doing his exactly perfect bit. He does flawlessly every time that we love. Right. Oh no, don't be a cool cowboy. <laughs> oh, no, oh no, I can't like watch that. hours of this completely enraptured in love with you. Please, please no. Girl told me I could pull off a cowboy hat, by the way. That's a potentially really annoying brand for me I'm looking forward to. Ooh, cowboy I can't wait. Guy. Oh yeah, man, it's either going to yeah. be fucking stupid or look really good, at which point people yeah. will still say it'll look stupid, so I'll have no ability sure. to judge. Get, get a nice little uh, western shirt with the por- purloid buttons, and I Ooh. think you'll be okay. The bolo tie. Bolo tie? The bolo tie in the shape of a keyboard? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Feels like you're now leading me down, down a dark place posts. here. <laughs> now, now we're talking. All right, so... Oh, uh, uh, just on the, oh. Vander, on the Vanderbeek tip, I was trying to remember the name of the show. He plays an asshole version of himself oh, in okay. Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Yes, mm. I remember that. I fucking hate Fantastic. that woman, though. Yeah, sure. She's god-awful. <laughs> I'm I don't know. I like Jessica Jones, but she can't act. She cannot act. She cannot fucking act. She can't act. I'm sorry. No, very annoyed with it. Very annoying. Just, opinions just, are welcome. I have no I'm, emotions. I'm, nothing. Sure. <laughs> Been angry about this for years. Why am I still mad? I, th- I think for that character it worked, but you maybe you may have. Oh, for Jessica Jones it made sense. Right. Also. Kind of a, no reason like making a Jessica Jones show is fucking grim considering what Jessica Jones like the beginning of yeah. Jessica Jones is yeah like oh we want to do like, a, even, like oh god I don't even want to fucking talk it's just if you want to look up Jessica Jones be prepared for one of the darkest yeah. fucking 
I remember when that yeah. comic came out, I think, or like... It wasn't called Jessica Jones, no, it, was it was called, called like, Alias, wasn't it? It was like Jewel or something, like she had another name. And it, it's just, ah, let's talk about something else, fucking grim. Let's, okay, yeah. let's, okay. Let's talk so, so I want to talk about, I want, I want to talk about the movie The Moment yeah. that everyone's been talking about on yeah. Twitter for like, I think probably since Christmas. Uh, the Menu! Oh, The Menu! Oh, has, 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 I haven't have you seen, all seen it. The Menu. Oh, fantastic! It's, Highly recommended. If you like Ray Fiennes, you'll, you'll I love Ray. Fiennes. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, is it, he's you said some Fiennes dining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's um, you know what? I liked the menu a lot. Yeah, it was like the feeling I felt when I watched my first good foreign film when I was young. I know it's not hmm. a foreign film, but it's like that it thing has that where it's sensibility. Like, yeah, sensibility it was like watching uh, like Run Lola Run or like hmm. City of Lost Children for the first time. Or like this is something alien. Alien that kind of challenges some of my preconceived notions, mm. except it kind of starts to fall apart near the end, even though I still think it's a very good movie because I think we've kind of reached this point in cinema where there is a lot of lip service played to nominally left concepts like eat the rich. And I think it is, I think it's movie theaters and writers and directors looking at Parasite and being like, well, we kind of like some of this. We like the part where it made money. So what are the parts that are going to make us money here? I think Triangle Sadness has the same problem where it's an enjoyable movie and it's fun. But I almost kind of would have liked it more if it was apolitical. Because I, I don't think feel like the it problem that they have with me. all of these is same with... I liked Glass Onion. I didn't love it. Mm. But the problem is that they keep... They keep missing the thing that makes a lot of these people rich and how they get there. And they talk about, oh, it's the superficial charm. Mm. Superficial charm does not mean no charm. Even Elon Musk, the charmless freak, had a thing he did at the beginning that worked. A lot of these people have a superficial charm, but superficial charm works. And they should have made... I know it sounds weird, but they should have made him more genuinely likable. And yeah, sure, having him be this completely talk about a different movie against Glass Onion, but Ed Norton's about, character, Norton's having character, him be yeah, completely yeah. two-dimensional, I guess, but without counterbalancing that with some degree of, like, what drew them in other than money, and oh, if the points, they just came with money, still, that's something yeah. that... And also, I feel like they make too much effort to make the point, and a yeah. lot of films get wrapped up in making a point. And it's like, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. focus on threading the needle of the story. Glass Onion, when it worked, mostly was just focused on the fun mu- mystery. But the, the moment they got distracted yeah. from that, it got like, oh, fucking hell. The whole thing muddy, with the napkin, yeah. I was just like, oh, God, fucking yeah. end this already. I don't care. Oh, when yeah, you, you have a bit in the movie where the joke is, it's just dumb, you're talking about the movie. Right. The it's just dumb, yeah. it's a great line and all that, but... You're still fucking talking about the movie you wrote. You right. wrote this. Yeah, you like left this. that in. Yeah. I, I, you could easily have cut maybe 20, yes. 25 minutes out of out In of fact, I oh, found yeah, the whole um, twin sister thing. I get why they did it. It's very Agatha Christie, but also, yeah. yawn. Fuck yeah. me. It, Especially when they like show it. that she's not actually dead. It's like, oh God, just get to the fucking point already. I'm so tired. But on the on the flip side, Janelle Monae. She's great. Sure. Oh, that's the thing. I feel like they did her dirty because she didn't she didn't get enough time to be one character because she kind of had to be two. If it was a tighter thing, I think it would. It was was a bit too precious for its own good. Mm -hmm. But when it was good, it was great. Right. And so it's one of those things where it's like, well, in the end, it was kind of middling, but. But, eh, you know, it, overall, it was okay. Can I tell you, but, by the way, a really good double-header to do? 
do Knives okay. Out and then Ready or Not. Ooh. Ooh. That's what I, The yes. first time I watched both great. those movies was back to back, and it was one of the most wow. satisfying movie goings mm-hmm. yeah, I've ever done. Yeah, because... Because, boy, we're seeing the people in Ready or Not get their comeuppance. Ready or Not. And there's a movie, I think, that does Eat the Rich well without fucking making that point. That's fair. And it does have a very similar thing about, like, oh, the the, the patriarch's obsessed with games. And, like, there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot of through lines that that work in both. But it doesn't belabor them and mostly brings it down to extremely rich old money is very Mm -hmm. judgmental and married to insane rituals that don't make sense even to them at times. And also, I love the fact that they're just like, yep, it's the devil. <laughs> yeah, that does. Don't worry about like, it. That's who it was. Yeah. I mean, they had they had a, a real tight 90 minutes out of that movie. And boy, it, it, oh, yeah, what, uh, a, right what a treat. Uh, is, yeah, it, yeah, it makes a, a meal pleasure. out of what little time it has, boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But um, the menu is, you know, the to the listeners at home um, crying because this is because we're talking about the menu and everyone else won't show about the menu. Um <laughs> I think it, everyone wants to hear about the menu. Everyone Brian. wants to hear about the What's menu. What's the I deal with it, the menu? With the menu. So yeah. like, I already I, ordered. You go to a menu, you get an item. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> like, I think me and I think all, well, all three of us are, are probably in the cooking in different ways. Oh, Ed, yeah. you're really in the barbecue. That's right. And, and uh, I like I like making soups and stuff because like that's I'm lazy. And um, hey, soups are difficult to get right. Don't knock it. It's that's very true. It's just broth and onions. I've been making collard greens recently. Ooh, Ooh. all right, yeah. all right. So we got, we got very few places in St. Louis that do it right. So I'm make your own. That's so easy to make. That's true. That's true. I got to get my recipe book out. All yeah. right, but um, there's something about the menu as someone who's a a little bit of a foodie or I know what makes food interesting I like to right. think mm-hmm. in some way that really appeals to the theater of sometimes it comes with like high dining and stuff like that and I've also worked in a kitchen and I've also ate at like four star restaurants and shit like that so I've been on different sides of some of the things that are being played here and I've also known people that were of some notoriety that were incredibly flawed or victims of circumstance so you see all these different people from different perspectives where even if they're kind of shitty you it's not hard to find a sense of empathy and i think it starts that movie really strong or the movie starts really strong with that sense of like you find things to like about these characters or things that are interesting um but there's the one character who you kind of are being led through his pov with his date tyler Tyler and he's just like an absolute fucking shithead and you kind of want to like him but it's like this is a guy he can't get out of his own way and he gets a, a quite amazing comeuppance yeah, in the climax of the film I, I won't spoil it for anything other than two words Tyler's bullshit it's, uh, <laughs> Tyler's bullshit yeah. it's, it's, it, you, when you see the movie you, it, it, there's a there's actually so throughout the film uh, they show you the, the different courses thank you the, the different courses of the menu and, and it'll be a brief description of the food and at a certain point in the film Tyler is asked to cook yeah and he does it poorly and so the title card is Tyler's bullshit and then a, like a detailed description of everything that's in the dish and then it just says like inedible <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's the only spoiler I can really give you for the menu but I will say that man Anna Taylor-Joy surprised, surprised me because I yeah. did not care for Queen's Gambit I didn't you know I really haven't seen her in much else I really again I really love Ray Fiennes. This goes back to the nineties. How about the Yas Queen's um, Gambit? And it's about a social me- a woman in social media in New York. 
posted oh. mad memes. Oh, cool. Oh, D- uh, Dime Square kind of Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. I, I was in New yes. York a few months yeah. ago and someone described Dime Square to me. They were like, yeah, yeah, it's like these judgmental, there's like a PR person, they're judgmental. <laughs> and they're all, I'm like, there is not a single British person here, I'm 100% sure of it. No. Because yeah. if one yeah. British person turn up and they'd be like, yeah, someone's doing pills. They would be like, you are describing Vice Magazine for most yeah. of the 90s and most of the 2000s. Well, it's like Tradcath. Yeah, oh, wow, sure. people using yeah. religion for spurious means. Fucking hell. Mm. Look in British yeah, history never. circa always. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, me. That's never happened I want to go to Dime Square and I, and I want to dress as a, a baby. <laughs> with a big lollipop and I will sit there and lick it within a, within a day I would have a New York Times story be like, who is the Dime Square baby oh that's right who's, who's the, the Dime Square who's the Dime Square baby oh god oh god it reminds me of the fucking Kickstarter that Nick Mullen did like t- uh, 10 years ago <laughs> where it was like he was trying to raise money to crash the adult like daycare the adult daycare <laughs> yeah oh fuck I just—I uh, think it got ridden up in Gawker, maybe. Yeah, was, that's amazing. Still using the the misnomer and the Cole Mullen. Oh, oh I just like I just imagine, just like Nick, who I think was probably still drinking at the time, just being a bunch of shithead, a shithead to a bunch of people that were like doing coloring books but had very serious mm-hmm. jobs, like I don't know, reading emails. Yeah, fucking hell! If none of these people just—I don't know—I don't want to be too judgmental, but if you dress out like a baby. As an adult, I just don't know what to say. And, and and you claim it's not a sex thing? I don't know. Yeah, don't it's it, it, it really. Be, this is a non-sexual thing. Were. That yeah. may make it worse. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I just don't buy it. So I'm, I'm um, a normal ass, just Ed, like normal sex Ed, guy. What, I don't have it. Right. <laughs> Never had just it. Just a normal sex guy. <laughs> I'm looking. At, I'm not even making eye contact. I'm looking at the wall. That's my Tinder <laughs> Tinder profile. Just I'm just a normal penis and vagina sex. guy. I'm just a normal sex having kind of guy. I will look. I do I'll two, look you I in the text. eye sometimes. I I might say nice things. I've got all my teeth. I, do, I, have, <laughs> I, I have. I have. I have a normal amount of teeth. I have two. I, my favorite positions are missionary and apologizing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start. Uh, yeah. Um, oh no! I had to stop myself that. with hinge. Like yeah. Like yeah. fucking doing bits. I actually uh, got a girl to uh, respond to me when she said, I'm afraid of a shark jumping in the pool with me. I said, yeah, I'm afraid of a bunch of toasters going in a pool with me. And she, <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't understand what that I meant. Works. And I had to oh, explain uh, the bit. She did not respond. Oh, boy. Some of the, the, the hinge joke uh, accounts are pretty good. My favorite oh, one is the JFK's head just did that. Oh. <laughs> We've said that on the show a bunch yeah. of times, too. Yeah. So, Ed, do you have anything to contribute to the breath mint today? Oh, let's see. I've been listening to the first season of Mob Psycho's theme song all day for some reason. That's good. Just the theme song? There's a theme song of Mob Psycho 100. It's an anime. It's very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been reading I, uh, a book. I'm familiar. You want to hear about a book I've been reading? Oh, what's the book? Really led in way too slow there. Uh, I've been reading Negotiate Like a Girl by Amy Trask, who is the former CEO of the, the Raiders. Oh, okay. And it's about, kind of about, like, negotiation, but honestly, it's just her life with, like, Al Davis. And it's okay. fucking hilarious. Just Al Davis be walking up to Darth Vader for, like, a Star Wars thing. And she's like, you need to go shake Darth Vader's hand. He's like, who the fuck is Darth Vader? <laughs> he walked up to Snoop Dogg's dad and went, ah, good to meet you, Mr. Dog. Amazing. Yeah, it's oh, stories that, that- like that. 
and all of the times he was like rude to people and also the overwhelming thing that he was a fucking asshole but extremely woke but it was in a very like not nice way he just was like he considered everyone equal in the sense that he would talk to them like they were a dog (laughs) but also the the book's great because amy would just be like out and out rude to him not like rude rude but just be like okay and just like ignore him or like make fun of him and he'd like very clearly respected her because she was the only one who would do it she rocks amy trusk she's on twitter she's one of the nicest people also a lovely book really easy clean read all right i might have to check that it's I like, really I like fun good easy clean reads right now i also read atomic habits which is annoyingly good i don't know i'm not familiar with it's that like a atomic very habits. airport sounding book it's just a very good like self-improvement book and i fucking hate them usually wait a minute written by james clear yeah <laughs> i'm sorry the name just james clear is like yeah that's uh, you know you see clear at the airport yeah, yeah. same bloke <laughs> yeah oh, no not yeah. really oh, what do you like about that one atomic yeah. habits it's it's just very smart and it nails down how to actually why you might be good at doing some things and not good at others and how to build habits successfully and it's actually just very good it's just built and it begins with one of the most gruesome sports stories i've ever heard which is he gets hit in the face with a baseball and his recovery from that wow yeah yeah that 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 might give you uh some some life experience from which to base a book around (laughs) yeah absolutely wow uh yeah because i was thinking of when i when I was reading some of the descriptions of the book just now, I'm like, uh, this, you know, getting getting into habits, doing doing things a certain way, it made me think of getting things done. You guys have read that one? Mm-mm. I've heard of it. Yeah, it it actually, just the general vibe of the book and some of the stuff that David Allen puts in there did help me in my, you know, early 20s when I, when I first kind of got a hold of the book, like breaking things down into small manageable tasks because... I firmly believe that I have undiagnosed ADHD. Just you think? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this work-life management thing that getting things done does is just like make a list and and don't put big things on the list without mm-hmm. cutting it down into like okay, do your chores. Okay, but now I have to, you know, put the laundry in the basket. Put the basket down the stairs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you have to really sip that's the real the one big takeaway that i got from getting things done was that so that's what atomic habits made me think yeah and it is kind of in that realm of how to build a habit it's like make it obvious make it simple and like habit stacking and there's shit like that where you hear the term you're like oh shut the fuck up it's actually pretty good and it's genuinely i used it where now i actually have a healthy morning and evening routine like i now like meditate brush my teeth fucking journal and shit shit that i could not nice. make myself do for like 10 years and i worked it out Whoa, after okay. returning from vacation once because of the book wow yeah it's just because okay. it explains it in a very matter-of-factly way i have very much diagnosed and medicated adhd and uh, coordination disability called dyspraxia right and thus you will there will be things that i do not understand for my entire life and someone will just tell me them in a specific way and i'll go oh of course and i'll immediately pick it up like i knew it all along (laughs) and this book's very good at that because it's very clear it's not written to sound smart it's written to be effective well that's definitely important any kind any one of these books where yeah you, you 
you want to be able to actually hit people where they where they are but also books called like atomic habits and like think man the genius boy yeah those always turn me <laughs> off but i was on vacation and i had nothing else to do well i'm glad that it worked out for you and i'm very interested i'm actually on book. the amazon page right now so i might i might wind up pick it up, up. A copy yeah i'm gonna have to because uh, like i said uh, i got i got stuff to do uh, yeah i got shit to do yeah i got uh i have i was diagnosed with ad as a great schooler and was on like ritalin then Adderall, then concerta and then Oof. stopped taking that stuff like when i was like 19 or 20 because i read a disinformation article about how it's just speed and it's going to make you a speed act for the rest of your life and looking back it was probably a bad idea considering how uh wayward the last 15 or so years of my life have been <laughs> and now i'm like uh, i need to go to a doctor and be like hey so i need treatment for my adhd now right so i might take a look at that book yeah i got diagnosed when i was 20 fucking six wow yeah oh, i was wow. very angry well yeah I because be it worked immediately right and the doctor was like laughing which made me very <laughs> angry because this is at the end yeah. of a four hour neuro neuropsychologist evaluation and I, he was like i'm so sorry but you're going to take a, a bit of medicine and you're going to feel incredible in like immediately and if you don't I, you can come back here and yell at me. And I went, I will fucking do so. He's like, no, I'm really not kidding though. I'm like, uh-huh. I was so angry. Cause I was just like <laughs> four hours of like mental tests with a guy right. with ADHD undiagnosed is just like very exhausting. But then I took I'm it and I felt like the guy from Limitless. Yeah. Yeah. When I fucked my neighbor immediately. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. It's that really good. And so is the TV show. <laughs> Yeah, the TV show is okay. really good, and it's a sequel to the movie, right? And Bradley, oh, it's a sequel to the movie. Yeah, okay. Bradley Cooper's in it. It's really good. Oh shit! They just cancelled okay. it after the first season. Of course, yeah, that's how it goes. Anytime, anytime a show is really good, they're going to cancel it. Yeah, um, Paper Girls. Paper Girls. Yeah, we we have a big uh, a beef against uh, Amazon for Amazon cancelling for Paper Girls. Well, and they cancelled on Undone, which was the one that I was really excited mm-hmm. about. Was that the yeah. But you know, fucking Rings of Power. Yeah. That's going to go on. It's going to go for 10 ages. years. Yeah. Oh, is that fucking show still going? I thought we got canceled. I sincerely. Did it air yet? It's one of those. Crank T. Nelson yeah. on Twitter made this tweet the other day yeah. where it's like oh, talking yeah. about shows that you can't really tell if they came out or maybe they're coming out. Right. And Rings yes. of Power yeah. is one of those. Like that and the game oh, yeah. Dead Static Drive. Oh, God. Dead Static yeah, Drive. Did that ever come out? Like one of the people follows me on Twitter. Yeah. And I've been looking at fucking footage of this game for like what feels like 25 years <laughs> like i really i i moved from england to america in 2008 i was writing a pc games magazine i'm 100 sure i wrote about this and this shit is what's still that? not out what's going on what's that other game that people are complaining about that's never gonna come out the it's star like citizen the star citizen star yeah. citizen's the big scam there's also the punches bear one Oh yeah! Like oh, I feel like at some yeah. point you have to stop. You just have to stop. <laughs> just... you, you're not allowed to make games anymore. Like you can't. Oh, you have no. to take down the website if it's not on so much. So I was thinking because like Duke Nukem Forever was, but that actually did come. That out. That did come out, and then it was I, bad. I wish that it hadn't. Yeah. Well, the yeah. problem with Duke Nukem Forever is it very. It went through development hell, but it's obvious whoever was producing it didn't really like Duke Nukem. <laughs> Right, yeah. they wanted something completely. They different. They were like, "Let's make a game that's worse," and everyone was like, "Why? <laughs> why do? We, why do we have to?" 
I actually ended up beating that game and it wasn't too bad. It just lacked any of yeah. the charm. A lot of people would definitely agree with you on that one, myself included. But also, Duke Nukem was a shit game that was saved by its charm. And that's the real secret. Right. right. Yeah, John St. John, his voice alone, like Brian was just doing, I've got balls of steel. I, I still the calls are stuck in my head. <laughs> get off I'm, my vent or I'll get you bent. I'm resp- I'm replying to Obama. Looking into this now. Knob <laughs> psychos. <laughs> Those damn aliens stole my foreskin. Damn, my penis hurt. <laughs> Knob psycho has entered the chat. My penis hurt. <laughs> my penis hurt so bad. I'm yeah. so glad I, pa- I fucking graduated college. <laughs> my parents yeah. just like my, I have to hide this shit from my but my dad reads my newsletter oh, yeah. and I think he thinks I'm smart one day he's gonna hear this shit oh yeah he'll be yeah. like uh, Edward you're saying your penis hort I'll be like no no, da- hot, no father I said my penis hort oh <laughs> that's what he's oh pumpy penis yeah um, pumpy penis pumpy penis one <laughs> of the classic posters Oh, what a! He had to, he's had some a, of the dumbest fucking. Didn't he? Wasn't he one of the original crank call guys as well? I want to say. I think was. was. I think he was one of the guys that prank called uh, Greg W. Howard. Yes, yes. And he he yes, would just yes, be like, yes. oh yeah, yeah it's a pumpy penis, and you would see Greg W. Howard light up like a Christmas. Like no, Shit. no. <laughs> oh god, we we have to do Greg W. Howard's. One That's got to be a future well, episode. I, yeah, god, just what I like about um, pumpy penis is he changed his profile to two tits one pussy once and then never changed it ever again <laughs> and it's been like that for over 10 years like where everyone's names at a time yeah right now his name is ain't nothing wrong with that it's prefect penis but the profile is just what looks like a far side cartoon it says hmm two tits one pussy <laughs> oh yes i remember i remember but it's yeah. been like that for it's 10 years to... 10 years yeah okay uh, wait, wait. Seen, yeah but wait so he joined in 2016 but this is his second account yes the uh yes. i remember because it was it was pre- pre- prefect penis uh prefect penis prank calling prank calling greg w howard and get or stan solomon who was another crank Oof. and i think leading them on with the question because i think rick scott or someone some at the, Rick Some Perry. Chud, yeah. Rick Perry had done like this like press conference where he was wearing like Carhartts and like in front of a pickup truck and shit, and let him on about like this question. It, made, it seemed like I was really invo- involved. Then he goes, so Rick uh, Rick Scott or whoever it was, like you know, in the Carhartts, he's talking about jobs and stuff. What's he going to do to secure the pumpy Venus? And you can just <laughs> see like Stan Solomon just just seething. Yeah, I love I, I, making fun of these extremely serious guys. Oh my God. I think uh, you know. I think before Elon Musk, Greg W. Howard was probably the most self-owned person on Twitter. I think and Bill Mitchell. I th- maybe I think that's a, a good way to wrap us up as well because, like, yeah, the Elon yeah. Musk thing. As much as like he maybe when like Tesla stock is back up to 160 bucks, I don't even fucking know what's going on with that. I assume that there's something illegal. It'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, just but also, <laughs> he can never win enough to make up no. for the fact that he bought a website that now every time he goes on he just looks at his mentions and there's maybe like 500 guys going yes sir to whatever he's last posted 
But then 5,000 people being like, you dumb piece of shit, motherfucker. You dumb, you fucking dipshit, motherfucker. And there's nothing he can do. If he bans them, everyone will make fun of him more. Because the last time he did that, everyone really ripped on his ass. Taylor Lorenz turned it into like a fucking meme. Oh, Taylor Lorenz. What a... What a wonderful poster. OG. Uh, but yeah. OG poster. Yeah. But yeah, I think For we sure. can all know there is no one who's got more embarrassed than Elon Musk. He can never escape. He is the only one who can save himself. And he's never gonna. It's, no. a, it's a low tax paradox. Well, like you said last time, Amazon, I think he's he's mentally in Lee's Summit, Missouri. I think you're right. <laughs> mentally, he's just, yeah. mentally, he's in a strip mall hiding from <laughs> No, <crimes. laughs> let's, be, let's be clear. This man is mentally at a strip club at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. He's had the same dancer for a while. He won't go to the private area because he's too nope. cheap. He's she fucking hates cheap, him. Yeah. He fucking hates him. He's He's got a plate full of, of wing bones in front of him. No, he's got like some untouched wings and some increasingly warmer Bud Lights. Oof. The $2 Bud Lights on, on the oh, Tuesday evening. fuck, yeah. man, yeah. And there. it's not a good club. <clears throat> no. No, if they've got $2 Bud Lights, it's probably... You're not going to see the Hustler Honeys there. No, sir. No, no insult sir. to anyone no, at the sir. Hustler Club. No, I, I, I respect love respect club. respect to all our fine workers, Las Vegas workers. I respect them more than oh, my peers. Sure. Anytime a club can have like I don't know, uh, I'm just pulling a name out of a hat here. Corey Chase come in, you know th- she works hard for the money. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> she plays the mom in all the milf videos. Yeah. Oh right. She's just the stuck. Stuff I know that name. It's the one from the thing that the no 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 Put the Ted Cruz. Put down your Nintendo. Get me out of yeah, the, the Ted Cruz that was porno so that he liked good. on 11. <laughs> Honestly, respect to them because they did exactly what I would have told a client to do, which is do not address it in any way. Yep. Nope. Don't do it. Completely quiet. This will go away, but you you cannot say a word. If you even react to this, it's fucking death. The Streisand effect when she was trying to stop people from posting uh, photos of her home. Yeah. Um, Like, the more you talk about it, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's in a court of law, it was proven, you know, to the tune of some, God, she had to pay those photographers, like, a quarter of a mil just, just to pay him off. Oh, Amazing. it's fantastic. Shit. Well, that about does it for the program. My name has been Jason and will continue to be for the foreseeable future. You can find me on the internet there at, at Video Crime. Any place where you care to look, that's probably going to be Twitter, Hive, co-host, or whatever the fuck. Uh, Video Crime at Retro.Pizza on Mastodon. You can find the show at 48 Minutes of Dogs on Twitter. And I believe we're on co-host. That's about it as far as the show goes, Twitter-wise. You can always shoot us an email, 48minutesofdogsbarking at gmail.com. Give us a call at our phone number, 314-AHOY-POO. And that's 314-246-9766. Brian, of all the places on the internet, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at ishotgdboard. That's I-S-H-O-T-G-Y-D-B-O-R-D. If you want to check out my photo portfolio, it's assholemusicphotographer.com. And Ed. So I'm on Twitter as at CatTurd2. <laughs> no, I, I'm uh, on Twitter at EdZitron. You can also find my substack at easy.substack.com or ez.substack.com if you are British. I live in Las Vegas. I... I will fight you. Yeah, come, I've been come to Las Vegas in 20 minutes if you want an I, ass kicking. I will, <laughs> lure, I will lure you into a trap. 
You will never see me coming. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm just threatening you, but it's the well, fucking Timothy Oliphant of Las Vegas. I'm, yeah. I'm the guy doing marionette tricks outside the hard tack grill. <laughs> they shut that. You're gonna think down. I'm a rope. I'm just like a statue, right? But I fucking I move. Yeah. <laughs> Sneak up behind you. I'm trying to think of what what music we do for the end of the show, but you know, I've been getting into Deftones again lately for some reason. 90s new metal hits a little different nowadays. I am literally going to sick New World in Vegas. Hell yeah. It's going to be so good. It's got Deftones. You've got, you got Failure Plan. you got System of Down. Failure you got 311. I love that song <laughs> where they go, <laughs> which is every song. Uh, here in St. Louis, boy, we really loved our 311. I don't know why. Oh, God. And it's funny because 311 killed one of our favorite local bands, The Urge. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Hexum. Nick Hexum being on that Urge song pretty much doomed their career, which is a shame. But we did get a nice hot dog joint out of it. You know this story? I don't know, but I got to eat dinner. Oh, okay. All right, well, <laughs> this is where we leave you then with a little bit of Deftones. We're probably going to play, oh, I don't know, My Own Summer, Shove It, from the album Round the Fur. Ooh, okay. Uh, and uh, this is where we say... I'm a, namaste. See if I can get the fucking end of the show Say right. Say namaste, motherfucker. That's it. There we go. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got chakras yourself. of steel. I've got. <laughs> I'm pause. There it is. I'm paused up. <laughs> They're ready to pause. <laughs> They're pausing my neck hole. You're right. pausing my neck. <laughs> Your ass hurt done. Your ass hurt done. This has been fun. Thanks so much, Ed. Uh, Thank you for having me. Night. I'm Thank so you, Ed. <laughs> no, please don't apologize. We had fun. All right. Thank Take you. care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.